bring a nudge to Heisman Hill, and they didn't get the block, but Ferry fields it at the 34. 35, 40, it's a block, 45, midfielding down the through, oh, he's got it on me, 30, the 20, the 10, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1, go flag down the field, and Ferry brings it all the way. Is filling in. The cheerleaders are stretching. The band is tuning up, and the popcorn is popping. In the locker rooms, the coaches and players are preparing for the task at hand. Emotions are reaching a fever pitch as one team will celebrate the thrill of victory, while the other will feel the painful sting of defeat. Sportsnet Michigan and Z92.5 are proud to present the Castle Game of the Week. Kickoff is right around the corner, so let's go to the press box. Here's the Z92.5 Sports Guy, Ted Fatel. Well, hello again, everyone, and welcome to the Castle Game of the Week. You are listening in live from Nick and East Stadium here in Corona, Michigan, as the Cavaliers will take on the Lake Fenton Blue Devils in a Flint Metro League battle of two and two teams. We're coming to you coast to coast, live on Z925.com and tune in radio right here on the Sportsnet Michigan Radio Network. The opening kickoff and start of tonight's game right around the corner, but first take a close listen to Bart Matthews in our starting lineup of Z92.5 team members. Hey, thank you very much, Ted, and big thanks going out to our sponsors, Alderman's and Lennon, Allaby and Brubaker Insurance, Appleby Oil and Propane, Beck's Trailer Superstore and Service Center, CLH Insurance, Fast Eddie's, Farrell's Tree Trimming and Removal, Gilbert's Hardware and Appliance, Graham's Accounting, Three Point Podcast, Hub Tire Center, KP Auto Body, Mars Furniture and Mattress, Memorial Healthcare, Oaks Fisher Insurance, The Ovid Service Agency, Sports Scene, Victory Heating and Cooling, Young Buick GMC, and Young Chevrolet Cadillac. And speaking of Young Chevrolet and Young Buick GMC, they're bringing you the drive of the game. Young Buick GMC and Young Chevrolet Cadillac on M21 in Owasso, saluting all mid-Michigan athletes. Drive on in or go online at youngautosales.com. And the player of the game tonight brought to you by Three Point Podcast. Three guys, three generations, three hot takes. And your number one, St. John's Red Wings fans, Auto Owners Insurance, and Allaby and Brubaker Insurance Agency is a winning combination. They'll work with you to insure your home, auto, business, and life to keep everything you value safe, sound, secure. Auto Owners Insurance, the no-problem people. Visit them in St. John's in East Lansing or online at abins.com. Allaby and Brubaker Insurance, your local independent auto owner's agent and a proud supporter of high school sports on Z92.5 The Castle. Well, our third man in the booth again here tonight, Jared Fattel. And Jared, uh, last week, a lot of points on the board, a record-setting night for the Cavaliers. We should see a pretty competitive game here, I think, this evening. I think we're going to see a really competitive game, and that's because these teams, they generally don't like each other. Corona and Lake Fenton, it's kind of became like the 2010s, 2020s, like rivalry for Corona behind Owasso, and I'm really excited to see how these teams match up. Yeah, it has developed into a nice little rivalry, and I think the athletes in both schools pretty well matched up in not only football but the other sports and when that happens you know it's like the brothers going against brothers the sisters against sisters and uh they're going to let it all hang out here on the field tonight. Cavalier Band on the field. It's good to see them back in action. They're going to put on a great halftime show. You know, they're saying it's uh, their crazy COVID show with Crazy Train by Ozzy, Crazy Little Thing Called Love by my group, Queen, and Crazy in Love, Beyonce. So you're looking forward to that, aren't you, Jer? 
if it has Queen in it, I know you are a huge, <laughs> huge fan of it. All over it. Well, we talked a little bit about that Corona 55 to nothing record-setting win last Friday night over Owasso right back here at the Nick. Junior quarterback Jaden Herrick tossed a school record five touchdown passes, going 9 of 11 in the air for 200 yards. He also had an overhand lateral to Hunter McCorkle, who found Nick Steinecker for the Cavaliers' sixth touchdown pass. Herrick now has uh, seven TD passes in the last two weeks, all of them to Steinecker. And that's quite a combination they've developed over here, Herrick to Steinecker. It really is. I'm excited to see tonight whether or not that's a flash in the pan. I mean, obviously they've looked really good the last couple of weeks against a couple of lesser opponents. This is going to be a really good test for them, like Fenton's defense. And, you know, Bart, we've covered the Cavs last couple of years. I mean, when Steinecker got on the varsity as a sophomore and we were hearing all the hoopla about Division One recruit and all that, we were very big proponents on get the kid the ball, and they really didn't do it the last couple of years, but looks like they figured it out this senior season. You know, just all over the place. And, you know, last week, Herrick... Throwing a lot of short passes, a lot of high percentage passes, a lot of screens. But, boy, he threw one on the run that was just like a frozen rope that was probably the prettiest passing play we've seen all season. And his favorite target, obviously, like we said, uh, Steinecker, the six foot seven Division One recruit. Hard Stein to miss that guy. <laughs> very hard to miss him. A school record, five touchdown catches, including a 42-yarder and a 52-yarder. He finished with eight catches. That also ties a school record and had 174 yards. So not a bad evening for Big Nick. Crun also dominated the statistics. They had a 231 to zero advantage in the air taken in the sacks into consideration and outgained the undermatched Trojans 186 to 29 on the ground. Scout Jones did lead the way on the rushing attack with 65 yards. Herrick added 41 yards and a touchdown. Jacob Lloyd led the D with nine tackles and a sack. Porter Zeman logged six stops. So that kind of sets the stage for the Cavaliers. A big win last Friday night looking to go to three and two with a win tonight, but they have uh, Lake Fenton in front of them. And we'll tell you a little bit more about them after one more spot here from our sponsors. Victory Heating and Cooling, serving all of Michigan, is proud to feature Train Heating and Cooling products. Train has the right system for your home. Victory Heating and Cooling has Michigan's best HVAC installers and service crews in the business. And they'd love and appreciate the opportunity to serve you in your home. Victory Heating and Cooling, featuring Train products. The best team with the best products for your home. Visit VictoryHeatingAndCooling.com or call 989-224-7171. Well, the best team in the Stars division of the Flint Metro League, Brandon, they down Lake Fenton last Friday night, 50-23. to Devils just couldn't stop the high-powered Blackhawks, but did muster up some big plays of their own on offense. Quarterback Reed Shoemaker had a 50-yard scoring strike to Colin Wade and an 80-yard TD pass to Walker Ridgeway. Lucas Storm had the Devils' third TD with a 51-yard dash to pay dirt. And, you know, I was doing a little homework coming into the game, and I, I looked at the stats, you know, as far as heights and weights, and this Lake Fenton team pretty much across the board run right from 170 pounds to, like, 190 pounds. They're all in that... That, that range, and they probably are very athletic. Yeah, they're athletic, and they run like a spread, a lot of jet sweeps, very similar to Corona's offense, actually. So that, I don't think size is a big problem for them. They're a big wrestling school as well. Yeah. Well, I'm Ted the Sports Guy with Bart Matthews and Jared Fattel. We're getting ready for Flint Metro League action. The Lake Fenton Blue Devils here at Nickanee Stadium. They'll take on the Corona Cavaliers who come running onto the field now with their black uniforms, jerseys, pants, gold helmets, and gold numbers carrying the flag. 
carrying a flag, also honoring one of their former teammates, Noah Sims, who passed away tragically in a car accident last Saturday. Uh, just a terrible, terrible accident. I know, Jared, you knew him pretty well as he participated in football at Corona in your era. Yeah, he was a really good running back for Corona and linebacker. But the thing that everyone talks about is how he kind of just had like a magnetic, almost like really positive, like funny humor, like type of personality to him. And that's all the outpouring you've seen. It's no surprise he's getting as much, you know, support, his family and all that stuff because he really was a really funny and good guy. And, and really, we got to say a lot of kudos to area schools, including the neighbors just down the road, Owasso. A lot of other schools have paid tribute, came up with GoFundMe things and, and raised a lot of money to help the family, which in this type of situation, it, it doesn't make up for that loss by any stretch, but it does kind of help when you know you you have that kind of support from everybody out there. Yeah, just an extended community here in Shiawassee County, and it's great to see everybody kind of pull together like that. I know Noah's sister, too, was in the car, and she's on her way to recovery, but she was pretty banged up, and she was a highly touted volleyball player, and uh, you know, let's hope that uh, she can recover and be 100%. Yeah, so we'll, I know they're going to have a moment of silence here probably after the national anthem but we got a pretty decent crowd here tonight you know what boys this is football weather this is perfect football weather it's starting to finally feel like it as long I, as we're I not like in the stands yes. <laughs> cheering them on a little chilly you know. out there on the metal bleachers <laughs> oh man so it was uh, Lake Fenton. They won the toss. They will receive the opening kickoff here tonight. And we'll give you the starting lineups here in just a couple of moments. But first, let's send things back to the studios and let you listen to these following messages. Copy variety of the 80s, 90s, and now. All the music I want to hear. Station Civic Morris, Lennon, St. John's, Westphalia, Chesaning, Lanesburg, St. Louis, and a little bitty piece of Lansing. WJSC, Ashley Owasso. Awesome, yeah. C925, the Hey, this is Mike from Bellinger Packing and Bellinger Specialty Beats. We want to thank all of our loyal customers for your patience and continued support. And now we're in that time of year where we're looking at deer season. So yes, Bellinger Packing is doing deer this year. If you have venison in your freezer from last year, you can bring that venison out to us and we can make brats, we can make jerky, we can make summer sausage and snack stick. All the tasty treats that we normally make out of venison, we are still doing that. And so if you're a successful hunter this year with bow season or gun season, bring your venison out to Bellinger Packing. No appointment needed. Just stop out during our normal business hours. Go to BellingerPacking.com and check out our current hours. Because with these changing times, our process has changed on how we're accepting the deer and what we're doing. So look for the signs and give us a call when you get here and we will have someone come out and assist you. Bring your venison to Ballinger Packing, nine miles north of St. John's on Wilson Road. Make sure to like us on Facebook and go to BallingerPacking.com for store hours and locations. Ballinger Packing and Ballinger Specialty Meats are following all the guidelines to keep customers and employees safe. Hey, sports fans, it's a great day at Sports Scene. Pick up a copy of our newest magazine at your local high school sporting event or at a retail outlet near you. Great stories on your favorite high school and student-athletes. Looking for sports photos? Sports Scene has them. We are at the games. Check us out at highschoolsportscene.com. See thousands of photos and stories at highschoolsportscene.com. Keeping our high schools and student-athletes in the news. Z92.5, the castle is a proud supporter of high school sports and sports scene. 
People tend to describe farmers as steady and hardworking, but we're also the riskiest gamblers out there. As a farmer, my livelihood depends on the weather. That's why I bought farm insurance from Auto Owners Insurance to protect my equipment, livestock, and everything else. My local agent lives right in my community and is here for me, no matter what. Visit Alibi and Brubaker Insurance, a third-generation agency on North Clinton Avenue in St. John's or in East Lansing on West Lake Lansing Road, online at abins.com. All right, here at the stadium, we have a moment of silence right now for the late Noah Sims. All right, that was the moment of silence there for Noah Sims, and we're going to get ready for some football now. And uh, it, like I said, Lake Fenton won the toss, elected to defer until the second half, so Corona offensively will run Zach Worthington and Aiden Buckley at the tackles. The guards will be Trent Massey and Kai Heck. Snapping the ball will be Jacob Lloyd, the six foot two, 210-pound senior. Two wide receivers, Cole Miske will be on one side, Nick Steinecker, the big six foot seven star on the other side, wears number one. In the backfield, the two slot backs will be Colin, Colin Lavery and uh, Jeremiah Davis. Porter Zeman will get the start at the running back position. He'll see a lot of time with Scout Jones also in there a lot. Jaden Herrick at quarterback, the six foot three, 175 pound junior coming into his own. Nine of 11 last week for 200 yards and five touchdown passes. For Lake Fenton, they'll start up front. Andrew Forrester and. Uh, Andrew Heron on the ends, the two inside tackles, Gavin Dolliver and Mason Skiner. The two, the three linebackers, Josh Wright on the outside, along with Jack Conley. In the middle, Zach Kempsall. In the secondary, Cam Wright and Kyle Wright, along with Colin Schramm and Walker Ridgeway. Now we got Cam Wright, Kyle Wright, and Josh Wright. Three brothers getting the starting nod in the secondary. We got a couple of twins in Cam and Kyle, and Josh, the sophomore, right behind them. Kind of like the Hansons when they used to play for the Chiefs. That's right. <laughs> so it will be Lake Fenton kicking it off. Looks like Carson Sosha is deep. Here is the boot towards the far sideline. Fielded by one of the up guys at around the 18-yard line. Comes up to the 20. Compost with it. Up across the 25 to the 26-yard line. So Corona will have it in pretty good field position here at the 26. Keys to the game, boys. What are we thinking? I mean, you obviously got to get Nick Steinecker going uh, if you're Corona. And if you're like Ben, pretty much, if you, I feel like if you can lock down Nick Steinecker, you're really going to stymie uh, Corona's offense. Well, we'll keep an eye on him as he lines up on one sideline or the other. He'll be here on the near side. Corona, as I said, wearing the black uniforms, going left to right as we see it here in the Nick Anise press box. He is in one-on-one -on -one coverage right now with Walker Ridgeway here. Herrick gets him set. Now Steinecker comes up in a lineup tight. we got too many people moving here, apparently. 
as we have a false start right off the bat here. And that's unfortunate for Corona because they were trying to catch him off surprise, catch him by surprise with the wing bone uh, right off the rip, and now it's basically no element of surprise whatsoever. So we're just underway here at Corona. Lake Fenton and the Cavaliers. We're glad you tuned into this one on the radio and also on the NFHS video network. Wishbone, double tight ends for the Cavaliers. Herrick under center. Mixing it up a little bit, as you said. Here's the ball carrier coming around this way. Breaks a tackle. That's uh, five. Scout Jones, I believe, on the carry. Number nine. Mason Skiner with the tackle for uh, Lake Fenton there. Coming up pretty quickly, but he got five yards plus. Makes it second down and about uh, eight yards to go for the Cavaliers. Cavaliers, I thought, last week did a very good job offensively up front. Opening up some nice holes and also giving Herrick some protection. Again, back to the wishbone, double tights. Herrick under center. Hands it off, power play to Lavery. And he gets up to about the 35-yard line. Going to bring out a third down play coming up. Skiner again in on that hill, along with a big fella inside. Big number 75, Zach Gibson. I wonder if it's because of what you said about everyone, you know, weighing between 170 and 190. He definitely doesn't. That's <laughs> <laughs> the exception that proves the rule right there. That's a big why they dude. Came on the wing bone. Uh, try to make, maybe they saw something on film there. Yeah, he's 6'3", 295, so yeah, he didn't quite fit that mold. <laughs> Outlier. Here is Lavery again with a carry and stop at the line of scrimmage. Some good surge there by the Lake Fenton Blue Devil de defense. It's going to bring up fourth down now and decision time for Coach Kyle Robinson. No indication of throwing the punt team out there. They have the ball at their own 36-yard line. Fourth down and a long one. I think a good decision here early, and they may even just try to draw them off sides. Uh, if I had to guess, I'm going to guess that's what they're going to do here, especially when they've, I mean, they've shown that they're not super successful running this uh, wing tee. wonder why they switched it up. It's just to uh, give them something a little bit different to look at here out of the gate, or out of the rip, as you would call it. Herrick looking over the line. Yeah, I don't know if it's the field conditions. Maybe with the uh, inc inclement know. weather, they're thinking oh. it's going to get worse tonight. Fullback yeah. dive. Looks like it stopped short. Yeah. So not a good first series for the Cavaliers. Porter Zeman was stacked up at the line of scrimmage. Gavin Dolliver was there. And now Lake Fenton will have a short field to work with here. Yeah, Colin Schramm coming up from that safety position to help on that one. And uh, pretty rough. You can't make that first down. Gutsy call, though. Eye on your own 36. Well, we'll see if the defense can uh, bail out the coach. Carter Forster and Cole Storm up. At defensive ends, or at the uh, tackles, I'll give you the rest of the offense here in just a second. Man motion away from us. They hand it off to Decker around the right end. Does get the corner for a moment, but then is plastered at the yard line over at the far side. So it'll be Forrester and Storm at the tackles. The guards, Zach Hemsall and Carter Smith. Dylan Hammes will snap the ball. Colin Wade will be one end. Ryan Moraney will be on the other side. The backfield will have Walker, Walker Ridgeway at a slot along with Dalton Decker. Andrew Heron will be the starting running back with Reed Shoemaker at quarterback. A couple touchdown passes a week ago. Second down and nine out of the shotgun. He'll send the man in motion this way. This time they hand it to Heron up the middle. Has yardage. Breaks a couple of tackles at the 20, the 15, the 10, the 5. Touchdown, Lake Fenton. 
no flags on the field, and about a 35-yard touchdown. The Blue Devils on the board first. Yeah, faking that jet sweep, and Heron just runs it right up the gut. Yep, just your classic counter right there, yeah. and, and Corona bought hard on it. So they score with 9.08 to go in the short field. Definitely pays off for the Blue Devils. Yeah, I really, just going back to that fourth down call, I really don't like that. That's I think the pride kind of got in the way of uh, Coach Robinson right there. I think you're right. Well, here's a freshman kicker they brought up, Ashton Hunter, and he kicks it up through the upright. So the Blue Devils with early momentum here at Nickanese Field, they lead it 7-0 over the Cavaliers. Tony Young and the entire Young family salute all mid-Michigan area athletes. At Young Chevrolet Cadillac and Young Buick GMC, they know it takes teamwork to be successful. So from the Young team to your team, have a great season. Young Chevrolet Cadillac and Young Buick GMC on M21 in Owasso invite you to drive a little and save a lot. Visit them online at youngautosales.com. Young Chevrolet Cadillac and Young Buick GMC, proud supporters of high school sports on C92.5 The Castle. Hub Tire's there for you with the best service for all your tire and suspension needs. They've been taking care of your automotive needs for decades, priding themselves on honesty and the best service around. Hub Tire can handle anything from a Chevy Cobalt to a motorhome, including semis and farm service. Open Monday through Friday, 8.30 to 5. Call 989-224-3218. Stop in on Business 27 north of M21 in St. John's or visit hubtires.com. So Lake Fenton jumps out to a 7-0 lead. They'll kick it off now to the Cavaliers. Here's booted downfield, fielded at the 15-yard line, short kick. Deep man for the Cavaliers that time, Cole Miskey. Gets it to right around the 25-yard line where the Cavaliers will start off again. First thing we notice here, of course, Lake Fenton stops the Cavs on fourth down and one from the 36, but it looks like they like to hit. Yeah. Yeah, you've seen uh, this this Blue Devil line on, on defense has been very impressive. Corona early on opened up a couple of big holes, looked like they were just going to walk down the field, and all of a sudden Lake Fenton stiffens up a little bit and gets that turnover on downs and scores right away from it. Well, the Cavaliers go back to their more normal spread offense right now. They'll hand it off, though, in the backfield this time. Running back gets around the right corner, has some room, crosses the 40 down this near sideline, finally shoved out of bounds. That was Scout Jones on the carry. Good gain around the right end. I'll tell you what was funny was uh, number 32 for uh, Lake Fenton, Joshua Wright, trying to get his own players out of his way. He looks like he's got some speed, but, you know, Blue Devils actually doing their own blocking right there, and Jones with a huge gain. Showed some good speed. The ball right at the 50, and you notice that the uh, 5 on the 5-0 colored in orange in honor of Noah Sims. Here's a shotgun snap to Herrick. We got some whistles, and we had some movement on the line of scrimmage. And we got a false start going to go against the Cavaliers, and again, a penalty going against Corona. It hurt them in that first series. Now setting them back five more. That's something that's played Corona the last four or five years, and I know that this is a huge game for them. I mean, Coach Kyle Robinson has pretty much made Corona near the top of uh, the their conference, every, the GAC Red, every year, but Lake Fenton only a 1-5 record against them since he's took over. Huh. Well, I tell you what, penalties, that, that's just all mental. You know, you got to be concentrating out there and what you're doing. So let's see what they come up with here. Two wideouts each way. Herrick gets a good snap. 
looking to throw, getting some pressure, trying to get around the right corner. Oh, and it's a big sack all the way back to the 30-yard line. Lake Fenton put all kinds of pressure on. Finally, it was Mason Skiner to bring him down, but right now Lake Fenton with all the momentum. Yeah, I didn't see who it was that made the initial contact with Herrick, but he kind of almost held him down when he cleaned him up like that. He got hit hard. Yeah. So it'll be second down and forever. Second and about 25. Ball back at the Cavalier 32-yard line. Not off to the start that Coach Robinson wanted him to to start with here tonight. Oh, kind of a loss for words there for a second. like some lookout blocks on and that it, play, it, didn't it? And that's Herrick's only a junior, a young quarterback. you got to learn to throw that away. Yes. Three wide outs this way. Steinecker the other way. He's looking that way. Nick gets it at the sideline. Nice catch. Breaks a couple of tackles and almost gets up to the original line of scrimmage. So pretty good safe pass that time. Rolling to his left. Herrick threw it out to Steinecker. And he knows what to do when he does catch the ball, too. Very skilled athlete. Lake Fenton showed their hand a little bit so far. I mean, they're sending the dogs basically every single play. So that's going to leave a lot of one-on-one -on -one opportunities for Nick Steinecker and the other wide receivers for Kron. Yeah, it might set up some nice screens before we mm -hmm. get too far along. Actually, the ball is placed down at around the 43-yard line. So they've got third down and close to 15 yards to go here. Coach Robinson sends the play back in with Jaden Herrick. And I wouldn't be surprised if they dial up a screen right here or a counter. Get him sucking right in and hit him over the middle, maybe. We'll see. Herrick. Nick Steinecker in the slot. Two wide outs each way. Yeah, he's in the near side slot here. Herrick takes a snap. They're putting pressure on him. And he oh. throws it up. Might have fumbled it. It's picked up. It's Skiner with it. Skiner rumbles into the end zone. Herrick was trying to throw it, but I'm not sure he got the arm going uh, forward. Flag on the play, so we'll see if this one stays. Yeah, he, well, he was quick to the quarterback. I'm hoping it's offsides. Not hoping. No. <laughs> <laughs> Chronograd, got to hide it. Yeah. Hey, they're outside of the county. You don't have to be uh, neutral on this one. <laughs> no, you do nowadays with the Internet. Ah, internet, internet. That's a 30-yard, we'll call it 30-yard fumble recovery by... Mason Skiner and Cavaliers are killing themselves right now. Now, generally, I would like to know a uh, clarification on this rule. If it's a false start, is it up to the ref whether he decides to blow it dead or not? Apparently, what's the yeah. Point of running, what's the point of running the play if it's going to be that's not? A, yeah, no you're right. That's a fair <laughs> question. Yeah. Doesn't make much sense. A false start should be a dead ball Usually foul. A dead ball, that? yeah. We'll have to get some clarification on that. They'll try the PAT. Either way, they're on the board with their second touchdown. Kick is up, and the freshman kicks it up and good. So 7.22 to go here in the first quarter. A shocker so far. Lake Fenton over Corona, 14 to nothing. Bex Trailer Superstore sells more aluminum trailers than any other dealer in America. And the brand they trust is Legend Trailer. Bex has dozens of trailer brands over the years, and none of them stack up to Legend Trailers, which are built right here in Michigan by Michigan workers. Stop in to see Bex to see the superior Legend quality firsthand, or give one of their trailer specialists a call to learn more about why Legend is far and away Michigan's number one trailer brand. If you appreciate quality, value, and longevity, then you'll appreciate Bex Trailer Superstore and Legend Trailer. Your number one sports fans, Auto Owners Insurance and Oaks Fisher Insurance is a winning combination. They'll work with you to ensure your home, auto, business, and life to keep everything you value safe, sound, secure. Auto Owners Insurance, the no problem people. Visit Oaks Fisher Insurance on Water Street in Owasso today. 
online at oaksfisher.com or call 989-723-3011. Cole Miske deep for the Cavaliers. They trail it 14 to nothing. 7.22 to go here in the first. Here is the kickoff. Ashton Hunter, it's Miski at the 15, 20, 25, straight up the middle, up to the 30, up to the 35. So the Cavaliers will have it in pretty good field position, and right now they got to just wave off those two touchdowns by Lake Fenton and start this game over. Yeah, they really do, and if I'm Coach Kyle Robinson, I'm dialing up screens, I'm dialing up quick man beaters on the perimeter. I mean, they are sending five, six, seven guys every single play. Yeah, and they're definitely putting all kinds of pressure on the junior quarterback, Jaden Herrick, right now previous play the Cavaliers had the ball and Herrick was trying to unload the ball but kind of slipped out of his hand it was actually thrown backwards and and I wouldn't be opposed to maybe running a bubble screen of some sort just to kind of get the confidence back you know just an easy quick little pass to get the confidence back in Herrick well Lake Fenton is they're definitely showing stunt on every play play action pass there it is out here to this right flat receiver that time Jeremiah Davis Cuts it upfield in front of the Cavalier bench for about a four or five yard gain on that completion. And maybe that'll calm down the junior quarterback for the Cavaliers there a little bit, too. He's been running for his life. Well, they had so much success last week with those screen passes and lots of yards after the catch. Uh, I think that's going to have to be their strategy tonight. Yeah, and really, no real diss here, but, but Lake Fenton is not a wasso. Well, yeah, this is true. Herrick takes a snap. <laughs> Here's the handoff in the backfield, and the running back that time stacked up at the line of scrimmage and then shoved yeah. down. That was Scout Jones, and we're going to get a late penalty flag there. Referee right in front of him. You can't do that. A little too aggressive by the Blue Devils that time. Yeah, and a hard hit right there from uh, number 32, Joshua Wright again. But, uh, you know, you're already forward progress. I mean, why why the extracurriculars? Yeah. Maybe that's me. It's just a huge pet peeve. But who are you impressing by shoving a guy over after the ref is blowing the whistle? Does it yeah. Makes no sense, does it? Just a little bit undisciplined on that play for sure. So we got uh, 6.32 to go in the first quarter. 14 nothing. Lake Fenton. What? They called personal foul both ways. Offsetting, wow. So I think they, it did look like Jones may have been doing a little John before he took that final shot. But that's kind of, that's a little bit weak. So offsetting penalties. But man, talk about the life just getting sucked out of you. You've been on a very emotional night, you know, yeah. senior night, and Lake Fenton just comes out and Fun. basically blows their doors off right up the right up the start. Right, maybe a little too much emotion to start. You know, the whole Noah Sims mm-hmm. thing too, because they're dedicating this game to yep. him and his family. So Herrick, two wideouts on the far side, one over here this way. Long way to go, though, folks. Handoff goes to Porter Zeman, trying to get around the left end. But this Lake Fenton team is ready to play tonight as they brought him down for a short gain right around the 45-yard line. Josh Wright was there along with his brother Kyle and Zach Hemsall also in on the hit. Brings up third down and three. Corona with the ball at their own 45-yard line, trailing it by a couple of touchdowns. Big play call here for Coach Robinson. They want to keep it away from Lake Fenton here for a while if they can. They got Steinecker lined up here on the near side. Again, the Cavs going left to right. They're giving him a little extra attention by the free safety here. They'll hand it off up the middle this time. The running back going to be close to a first down. Looked like forward progress probably got it to him. That was Porter Zeman on the carry, running hard. 
Did you see that guy just bounce off of the pile like it was Nintendo <laughs> hockey or something? That was weird. <laughs> that is kind of what that was like. Wow. Steely and pinball. Well. But that's just a big first down for Crumb, just for momentum purposes. Yeah. Hey, good they, to see the, the chains move. Yeah, they ran it up the middle. Now the middle man, number 75, Zach Gibson. The nose tackle comes back in the game. Big 295-pounder. He'd definitely plug a hole. Six-one-one-ninety. <laughs> <laughs> 6'1", yeah, just like all the others. Like everybody else. They haven't gone back to the halfback zone uh, that we saw Scout Jones rip off about a 15-yard run on. Well, let's see what they come up with this time. Steinecker lined up this way, two wide outs the other way. Herrick's looking down to pass. Fake pumps once, sidelining down to Steinecker. There was some hand checking there and a good call by the referee. As definitely either defensive holding or pass interference for sure against Lake Fenton. Can you tell that Lake Fenton maybe watched some film as they have Steinecker bracketed with a safety over Oh, top? yeah. Unlike Owasso. There's <laughs> single man, leave him on the island. Yeah. <laughs> Giving him tons and tons of attention. That's good coaching right there. But a little too much hand-checking that time. Going to go against the Blue Devils. So it'll be Corona moving it into Lake Fenton territory for the first time this evening. Glad you tuned into this one on Z92.5 The Castle. Your home of high school sports here in mid-Michigan. Back to the wing bone. Yep. You call it the wing bone, huh? I think it's got a few different variations of wing and bone. <laughs> How about wishbone? Yep. <laughs> That's old school, I call it. Double tight ends and nothing much on that one out of the wish, wish and wing bone. Yeah, about a two-yard two loss on that play. Scout Jones got the call there. You know, and Lake Fenton may not have scouted this wishbone, but it's not working for the So Cavaliers is the wishbone right and the wing bone the, is, I think is, they is are. the wing bone a variation of it, or...? I, I think a wing bone actually has a little bit more of a slot uh, That's behind what I would the tackle. Okay. I believe, one oh, of the is guys. that right? Okay. Yeah. So uh, that is my mistake. But no, you're not. It, there's no really creativity to that to the wishbone correction because it's, <laughs> they haven't thrown any passes. No, really, just straight dives every single time. And Lake Fenton snipped it out every single time. Well, uh, we'll we'll give you some credit too. Could, we could call it a wing bone. They are split out a little bit further than what Oklahoma used to do. Here's a pass out complete over on the left side. Nice high percentage Jeremiah pass coming Davis. out of the bone. Keep them honest. Keep the defense honest with that one. So brings up third down in about eight. Kyle Robinson, the head coach for the Cavaliers. Now in his sixth season on the sidelines, 27 and 26 for all games. And a couple good years with your teams there, Jared. Yeah, still only a one and two record against Lake Button, though. Right. So Cavaliers will spread it out now. Third down and eight. Ball at about the 35. Herrick rolls to his right, getting pressured. Oh, Man. runs out of room. Finally throws a pass up late. In oh, the that lead. was a dangerous looking throw right there. Intended for Jeremiah Davis, but went off his fingertips. Incomplete. Does stop the clock with 3.07 to go here in the first quarter. Next Friday night, we'll be on the road up to Cheese Rock as it will be Chesanine and New Lothrop. Another one of our backyard brawls coming up. New Lothrop, man, ranked number three in Division 7, but what a powerhouse top three with PW and who is the other Ithaca. team? Ithaca. Whoa. Unbelievable. That's a district right there, man. 
you know, we've talked before about, uh, you know, why New Lothrop and uh, and PW are always matched up so early. Well, let's just throw Ithaca into the mix, too, <laughs> yeah. you know. No kidding. <laughs> so two wideouts this way. Cavs going forward on fourth and eight. Herrick gets it. Looks downfield. Throws one high up in the air. It's a little too oh. short. It was intended for Steinecker. It hung in the air, and it was broken up there by Max Munzer. And Munzer has to be thinking that was that should have been a pick. Yep, I agree. That one was floating right into his arms, and it's almost like the receiver had to turn defense on that. So back to Lake Fenton, leading it 14 to nothing. Cavaliers did keep the ball for a little while, but right now Lake Fenton looks like the better team. And they've only had two offensive yep. plays so far. This is where the defense, you got to stand on your head right now. I mean, right. yeah. kind of back against the wall here. If you go down three scores, mm-hmm. might as well close up shop. It's going to be a long night. Two wideouts over here this way, one on the other side. Man in motion coming at us for the Blue Devils. They hand it off to the running back this time, and he is stacked up there by the Cavaliers. No gain. Yeah, great defensive surge by Corona right there. Heron on the carry there. So no gain. Second down and 10. 2.35 to go here in the first quarter. 14-0 Lake Fenton. Blue Devils in the white jerseys, royal blue pants and helmets. Back to pass. Shoemaker throws one down the far sideline. Up. Pretty good job. Good job by the defensive back there, Carson Soja, yeah. to knock that away at the last moment. I thought the wide receiver over there did a pretty good job of squaring up there and putting himself in position to make the catch. Kaiser Soza? Carson Soja? Kaiser Soza? Kaiser? I don't, I, <laughs> Never mind. I don't get your reference. Usual suspects? Oh, okay. We got an injured Cavalier down on the field. Is that Steinecker? Yeah, that's Steinecker. Looks like the way he's acting, it looks like it might be a cramp, and let's hope that's what it is. So, timeout on the field, 225 to go in the first 14 zip, Lake Fenton. Mars Furniture and Mattress in Owasso, your locally owned hometown furniture store, is proud to support high school sports. Mars is MidMichigan's premium source for Amish-made furniture. This solid wood furniture comes directly from the finest Amish craftsmen in Indiana and Ohio. It's built to last for a lifetime, and Mars has the best prices in the state. Mars has quick financing approval while you wait and credit options to fit your needs. Stop in at Mars Furniture and Mattress on M21 in Owasso. Check them out on Facebook today. Applebee Oil and Propane has been your local choice for fuel needs since 1975. And they're proud to serve Shiawassee, Clinton, and Saginaw counties with excellent customer service and over 25 years' experience in the petroleum industry. They carry a full range of farm fuels, soy diesels, premium diesel fuel, NL gas, and 90-octane recreational gas, which is excellent for chainsaws, lawnmowers, and all small engines. Shop local with a name you know and trust for fuel. Online at applebeoil.com. Well, there was kind of a hush in the crowd with Steinecker down. They were looking at the inside of his right knee where the trainer was out there, but uh, he got off under his own power. Looks like he's going to be okay. The, un- the unfortunate thing, though, for Corona is that he now has to sit out in the, the next play, and it's a third and long, pretty yeah. much definite passing situation. He pretty much would have been licking his chops. Yeah, good point. Two, two wide outs this way, man in motion this way. They're looking downfield to throw. Shoemaker completes the pass now. Walker Ridgeway down the far sideline has first down yardage. Finally hit out of bounds there by Miski, but a uh, great call there by Coach Marty Borski. 
and a good play there, and uh, Ridgeway took care of the rest, got yeah. the first down. Yeah, just hit Ridgeway underneath like that, and tremendous yards after the catch, and probably Steinecker not being in there for that pass rush definitely hurt Corona. Yeah, because Corona brought an extra guy, and you wouldn't have even noticed. Right? Yeah. Man in motion coming this way. Oh. Corona jumped offside, tried to get back, but uh, it's going to be five easy yards here now for the Blue Devils. They'll take it to the 45 of Corona. Peyton Manning hard count right there. Omaha. And that drives coaches crazy. You can actually hear in the press box above us uh, somebody slamming a desk. (laughs) (laughs) Jumping up and down. First and five. Uh, Hopefully no windows get broken tonight. (laughs) Yeah, we've experienced that before in our broadcast career up in Cadillac. They empty out the backfield. Man in motion this way. They'll hand it off to him, Dalton Decker. Decker with a power play on the jet sweep around the left end. Good yardage again. Should have another first down, but there is another penalty hanky down on the field. I believe it's a holding on uh, the wide receiver out here closest to us. Yeah, I was thinking about what great blocking the wide receivers yeah. were on there, but yeah, that's why. Right? too good. <laughs> so this penalty will go against Lake Fenton. You can pick up on it. We, we talked about it in the open. Jared, you mentioned it. It's a rivalry between Lake Fenton and Corona. You can, you've got that feel out here, you know. They don't really care for each other that much. <laughs> No, like I said, it's became, you know, you always hear about old school Corona rivalries with like Chessening and Ovid, maybe not Ovidelsi so much, but yeah, this yeah. is kind of taken over. We don't play Chessening every year. This has sort of became the new Chessening. And all okay. That. I mean, somebody your age, how many times have you seen Corona play Ovidelsi? Mm, once. Right? Once. You know. Year, yeah. That was, that was a mainstay the when I played. The past 20 years, I mean, they've probably played them twice. Yeah. yeah. Our biggest rival when I played was the Duran Railroaders. That was a bloodbath. Duran, undefeated, <laughs> taking on New Lothrop tonight, huh? Yeah. Wow. It should be interesting to catch that score. Back to throw now, play action. Shoemaker throws a pass out on the right side, incomplete. Yeah, I don't know if that one got away from him or not, but that was an ugly-looking throw. Yeah. It looked like the wide receiver heard some footsteps. <laughs> so it does stop the clock with a minute 40 to go in the first quarter. Lake Fenton on top, 14 to zip. Glad you've tuned into this one. Good competitive matchup, but right now the advantage has been to Lake Fenton here early on. Corona stopped on their initial drive on fourth down from their own 36-yard line, led directly directly to the first touchdown, and then Lake Fenton with a 30-yard fumble recovery for their second TD. Here's a Shoemaker pass. Oh, nice pass on the money, but a good, good hit. Is that Herrick? Cole Miske. Was that number three? Okay. I couldn't tell if that was a three or a five, but perfectly timed that hit. I think this is his first year playing football, too. Am I right? I mean, I know he played basketball, started as a freshman, but uh, finally got out with the boys here to play football, and he's impressive. Playing free safety, he returns kicks. Starts at the slot offensively. Good athlete. That was a nice hit, too. Third down. The ball was thrown just a tad behind the receiver, but he definitely could have caught it, but the hit knocked it right out of there. So big third down now in 13. Shoemaker takes the snap. Out of the shotgun, throws one over the middle. It's up, and it's caught, and he's out in the open. Dalton Decker crosses the 20-yard line, brought down right around the 19. Boy, excellent hands and a nice throw there by Reed Shoemaker, the 175-pound six-footer. Yeah, able to split a couple of defenders on that. Corona's had really nice pressure anytime Steinecker's on the field. I mean, their their pass rush is solid, too. Yeah, that's something I've noticed that basically every single time that it's an obvious passing down, they've 
committed two blockers to him each yeah. and every time. They're double teaming him. So you got to think if you're the defensive coordinator, find some alleys there. Maybe blitz right off the edge where Steinecker's at. The other thing I'm noticing, you you played quarterback. Shoemaker's not wasting any time getting rid of the yep. ball either. He's not holding it, looking over the real estate. He's out of the shotgun, sends a man in motion this way. Now he'll set. Two wideouts each way. The running back gets it this time, Andrew Heron, and Heron stacked up at the line of scrimmage that time. Alan Thompson was there. Also, yeah, Heron had that big 35-yard touchdown run, but since then, Corona's done a really good job of bottling him up. Yeah, Wyatt Rosser also in on that tackle, the 290-pound junior for the Cavs. <laughs> Corona just hasn't been able to get off the field. They've held him to two third and longs in a row. Now it's second and long, but that third down's killed him both times. Yeah, how many times are we going to say this? This is a big series, especially for the Cavaliers. You cannot go three scores down. Things will be very, very difficult against this fine Lake Fenton team. Whiteout goes in motion away from us. Shoemaker back to throw. Looks it over. Throws one over the middle. In and out of the hands that time of Ryan Marini. Shoemaker has really impressed me. He's thrown a lot of really nice balls this far. Yeah, he's got a nice arm. That one was right on the money. Moraney should have probably caught that one. A little too hot to handle. Yeah, other than that one pass where he looked like he was trying to kill the clock, <laughs> he's been really good. The receiver's having a hard time holding on to some stuff, and Corona Defender's doing a really good job of timing their hits, too, and knocking some of these down. But, yeah, he's he's a pretty good passer. So third down and 11. Ball inside the 20. Counter play. The running back this time, Heron. Andrew Heron running hard. Still on his feet. Crosses the 15-yard line. Looks like he got down to about the 12. McCorkle and Sosha there in on the hit for Corona. I was wondering when they were going to go back to uh, that play. That's the same as that counter that they scored that touchdown on. Well, now it's decision time. What, do you, do you take a field goal here if you're like that? Uh, you... I'd, I'd go for it myself. We got fourth down, but a field goal... I'm not sure he's got quite the leg for it, a freshman, but that's the end of the first quarter. 14-0. We'll let the coaches figure that out. 14-0, Lake Fenton on top as we head to the second. Be listening for the drive of the game tonight, brought to you by Young Chevrolet Cadillac Buick GMC on M21 in Owasso, saluting all mid-Michigan athletes. Drive on in or go online at youngautosales.com. And the player of the game tonight, brought to you by Three Point Podcast. Three guys, three generations. Three hot takes. Ovid Service Agency and Auto Owners Insurance make a great team, and they're proud to serve Ovid and surrounding communities. Greg Luke and Jenny Martin, thank you for choosing Ovid Service Agency as your local auto owner's independent agent. Ovid Service Agency offers a wide range of policies to shift your uh, to fit your insurance needs. Stop in and see them in downtown Ovid, or call 989-834-2288. Visit them online at ovidserviceagency.com and like them on Facebook. Ovid Service Agency is a proud supporter of high school sports on Z92.5 The Castle. You deserve the best medical care for you and your loved ones. At Memorial Healthcare, that's what they deliver. Memorial, the only hospital in mid-Michigan to earn an A for safety and a rating for quality care from national organizations. By making you their number one priority, their number one in safety, and number one in quality in mid-Michigan. Choice is yours. Choice is clear. Choice is Memorial Healthcare. Well, here's a fourth down play and a pass. Just a little look-in pass to the tight end that time, and he takes it into the end zone. John Grigg in there. So that was a fourth down at about five. 
And that's about a 15-yard touchdown completion. And right now, Lake Fenton is dominating. Yeah, you're just there. I love high school. They don't over they don't overcomplicate things. Just quick slants, not taking a ton of time to throw the ball. Just easy. Great man beater. Yeah, and John Grigg caught it on the little look in. Very tough to defend. And here's a PAT attempt. It's blocked at the line. No good. But Lake Fenton here early on in the second quarter leads it over Corona, 20 to nothing. When Mother Nature leaves you broken branches or toppled trees, call Farrell's Tree Trimming and Removal. Farrell's does the tree work in all four seasons, has three certified arborists on staff, and offers the latest technology in tree health care. They also sell firewood year-round and are licensed by the Michigan Department of Agriculture. Check them out online, farrellstree.com, or call 989-862-4453. Experienced, equipped, insured. Ferrell's tree trimming and removal. Like with any sports team, people make the difference. And that's why Gilbert's Hardware and Appliance in downtown Owasso is number one with expert advice, problem-solving tips, and a friendly, helpful attitude. Quality American brand name appliances, Whirlpool, Maytag, Frigidaire, and GE, plus Toshiba, LG, and many other television brands. You owe it to yourself to check out Gilbert's selection and low prices. Gilbert's Hardware and Appliance in downtown Owasso is a proud supporter of high school sports on Z92.5 The Castle. So it'll be Ashton Hunter kicking it off here for the Blue Devils. Here's the boot. End over end. Miski lets it go into the end zone. So on the touchback, it will be Corona with it from their own 20. How about the Morris Orioles? What a powerhouse eight-man team. They lead Kingston 30 to zip after one. Wow. That's a pretty impressive program over there. Kendall Crockett has put together. And he has been, <laughs> I mean, every year they are right up there. I don't know, since they've went to eight-man, have they had a losing season? No, I yeah. don't think so. What year, what was it, two years ago they won the state championship? Yep. Same year that New Lothrop did, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they are They are something. Now, in fact, we went to, did we go to the semifinals with them last year, I think? Now, you weren't there. I wasn't the there. In for you, but where where was, was that, at Greenville? No, it was down by Battle Creek. Oh, okay. Yeah, that would have been fun. They played reading, and just that was one heck of a No, team. it wasn't reading because we went to, oh, yeah, it was reading. Yeah, it was. Coming this way, the ball carrier running hard. Gets up to about the 28-yard line. Who was it that beat uh, Fulton? When we, or not Fulton. Who was it that we, uh, Fowler. Who the, beat, that, the was, game, that was reading. That was reading yeah. down, down in Battle Creek. Yeah, right. that was reading. Oh, okay. Yeah. Down by the, they're from down by the border. Oh, someplace. no, I know who I, I got it mixed up with, with Colin. Colin. The Magi. <laughs> <laughs> One of the best nicknames in all of Michigan. Without a doubt. Here is Herrick coming this way on the quarterback keeper around the left end. And the, kind of a late hit at the sideline, but they gave the defensive back a break there. So they'll move the chains. Cavaliers trailing at 20 to nothing here to Lake Fenton. Yeah, how impressive was that that reading team there? Bro? Yeah, that was a <laughs> that was a heck of a game. But yeah, they were they were definitely the real deal. Yeah, they had some big boys. So Corona with the football trailing at 20 to nothing. Let's see what they can do with this drive. Right now, Lake Fenton has all the momentum in this one. First and 10, Corona with the ball at their own 37-yard line. The junior quarterback, Jaden Herrick, out of the shotgun. A little bit of time for a change. Throws a pass up incomplete. 
behind Jeremiah Davis over on the far side. So I'll stop the clock with 11 minutes and 11 seconds to go here in the second quarter. Now, I've had something like that happen, like what happened to Jaden earlier in the game, a fumble return for a touchdown. It's really, really hard to kind of bounce back from that. I mean, it's just such a mental barrier to start the game off like that. Now, the big question is, did you guys bounce back and win, or did we it did not. go the other way? <laughs> <Went> the other <laughs> way. You know, that cliche that you hear all the time on uh, on TV when they talk about how you've got to have a short-term memory. Yep. You know, oh, you've yeah. got to be forgetful and blah. That's tough, though. It is, especially at this level. Three wideouts the other way. Steiniger in motion. He gets the carry, the jet sweep around the right end, but Lake Fenton does a nice job stringing it out and bringing guys over. And Steinecker fights for some extra yardage pretty much all on his own. Got about to the 40-yard line. That looked kind of awkward. I mean, once, once he finally was able to turn the corner, I mean, nobody's going to bring him down single-handedly, so you know he's going to have a couple of yards after contact. Mm-hmm. But that just looked kind of weird watching him run that. Yeah, I would say his play style is more like a Calvin Johnson, you know, go up and get it than necessarily like yeah. uh, yards after the catch runner uh, we, type player. And we've only seen one of those so far here this evening. Where well, they, last week he had short. a lot of have, yards yep, after the yep. catch. I mean, you know, and they had so much success with these short little passes and these screens. They're trying to throw the ball downfield a lot here. Well, they're all bunched in right now offensively. Here's Herrick getting all sorts of pressure. He's in deep trouble. Finally gets the ball up, and it's incomplete, but he is lucky he got rid of that one. And once again, trying to go downfield. I mean, well, they had so much luck or so much success last week, Jared. Bart, you've been saying it. Where is the screen? <laughs> yeah, I mean. A high school, and especially on the high school level, a screen pass, the defensive lineman will fall for a hook line. And right. Especially they are coming guns blazing right now. they got to do something to negate this pass rush. Yeah, and that pass rush was really coming, like you said, gates blazing. And Herrick is lucky he got that pass off. You have a sometimes you have a hard time uh, keeping up with the new school. It's guns ablazing. Guns not ablazing. gates ablazing. I don't know. I can't hear. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the punt. Short one hits the fifty. And I'm just goes. ready for like any time now for you to say okay, boomer. To him. <laughs> I'm just waiting for it, dude. He does that plenty on the podcast. <laughs> so it'll be Lake Fenton with the ball in great position. They lead it 20 to nothing. Ken Wilder, Lauren Hahn, your local full-service auto owner's insurance agent. Call 725-7134. Save by insuring your home, business, lifeboat, or car. With no problem, auto owner's insurance agent, CLH Insurance. 200 West Exchange in Owasso. Call 725-7134. Visit them online at clh-insurance.com. CLH Insurance, a proud sponsor of high school sports on Z92.5 The Castle, wishes all area high school athletes good luck this season. Well, first and ten, Lake Fenton leading it 20 to zip. Shoemaker takes the shotgun snap, hands it off this time to Andrew Heron. Heron is a hard runner, takes it across the 50-yard line to about the 49. Looked like Steinecker was there to bring him down finally. Now they're going to go to a little bit of a hurry-up. And that's what you have to do if you're like a Lake Fenton team where you're a hurry-up offense, you're no huddle. You don't want to end up, you know, huddling and getting out of rhythm. Mm-hmm. Even if you do have a big lead, just keep doing what you do. There's a reason you have the lead in the first place. Well, no huddle. They have slowed it down a little bit looking to the sideline for the play call, but Reed Shoemaker out of the shotgun playing a good game. Hands it off to his running back this time, and no way. Cavalier 
Uh, Jacob Lloyd with a huge hit right there. Yeah, big six foot two, 210 pound senior there. Met Heron head on. So third down now in about seven. 9.45 to go here in the half. I find it interesting that he gave the no sir uh, head shake. <laughs> I don't know. Sometimes you just got to wonder if uh, when you're down, if he scores, maybe to keep that stuff under. Yeah, right. I agree with you on that one for sure. Let's get this game tightened up a little bit before any of that stuff. Here's Shoemaker stepping up in the pocket. He's going to be brought down again. I think it was Lloyd again to make sure he was down. And this time he helps the quarterback out. Yep. How about that? Yeah. There you go. Get that good karma going. <laughs> so that brings up fourth down. Fourth down and about seven. Let's see. It might be the first punt here this evening for the Blue Devils. So Cavaliers pick up a little mini victory there. We saw a big uh, punt return by McCorkle last week. Let's see. They need something to jumpstart their team right now. Yeah. And yeah. usually it's a special teams play that sometimes you'll see do that. He did have a solid game returning punts a week ago. Now we don't, Lake Fenton didn't like what they saw, so they're going to talk it over here. Timeout. Fourth down coming up for the Blue Devils. They lead it 20 to nothing over Corona with 8.48 to go here in the half. Fest Eddie's is teaming up with Fuel Jewels and will donate a portion of the proceeds for the month of October to breast cancer awareness. Fast Eddie's also does preventative maintenance like transmission and coolant flushes, fuel fitler, fuel filter, air filter, wiper blades, and headlight replacement, and much more. See your local Fast Eddie's Car Wash and Oil Change Center for great fall savings on their quality products and services. With 16 locations throughout mid-Michigan, there's only one near you. Fast Eddie's, a name you can trust. Broadcast of tonight's game is a copyrighted presentation of the Michigan High School Athletic Association and WJSZFM. No reproduction, retransmission, or other distribution of the descriptions or accounts of this game may take place without the express written consent of the MHSAA, Z92.5 The Castle, and Sportsnet Michigan. Well, New Lothrop on top of Duran, 21 to nothing. So the Hornets continue to roll. Got the Lake Fenton punter out here right now. Kyle Wright. We got a player coming off the field here for Lake Fenton. I don't know if it was an equipment <laughs> problem or what the situation was. The referee said, no, you got to leave. So Hunter McCorkle deep for the Cavaliers, standing at his own 20-yard line. Corona coming hard off this left side. Oh, High there's a break. Over the punter's head. He is going to be... Oh. Down at about the 25, so the Cavaliers get a break there. Coming through to put him down finally, Colin Thompson. So high snap. Yeah, just great field position right there for Corona coming off of that bad snap. So we'll see what the Cavaliers can do here with a shortened field. Maybe that's the break they were looking for, Jared. I hope so. I wouldn't be surprised if we see a shot here uh, right off that play. Well, Steinecker going to line up in the left slot. Looks like Andrew Garrett out here near near side down the sideline. Steinecker tight on the left. They'll run it instead. Ball carrier brought down at the line of scrimmage that time. Porter Zeman, good tackle by number 32, Josh Wright, the sophomore linebacker, coming up to bring him down one-on-one. And what you just said about taking a shot. You know, I just love when, when, when coaches do that. 
put your foot right on somebody's neck right off of the bat. Why not? You know, I mean, they're already feeling a little bit down. They're already on their heels a little bit. Go right down the field. I like that call, Jared. Yeah, you need to, you need to get a spark yourself, yeah. too. Yeah. Steinecker one-on-one over here. Safety starting to nudge this way a little bit. They'll hand it off this time. No, Scout Jones trying to get around the right corner. Puts the head down, breaks one tackle. Runs hard, gets to the 20-yard line. Maybe the 19-yard line there. So the Cavaliers will be looking at third down and short coming up here. Four down territory for sure. Run down 20 to nothing. 7.42 to go here in our first half. Keep in mind, Lake Fenton won the opening toss and deferred until the second half. So they will receive the ball in the second half. Steinecker now out here on this side of the field. Maybe a little flag pattern up to him, but you got to throw it up there at him. Can't undershoot it. Herrick takes a snap. They'll run it instead. Scout Jones around the right end has first down yardage, and then it's run out of bounds right around the 13-yard line or so. What, I don't know what it is about that little halfback zone right off the right side with Scout Jones, but that's been pretty much their only positive yeah. place of the night. Yeah. yeah. Ty Heck and Aiden Buckley over there blocking on that side. That does seem to be the play that's working so far. So that gives the Cavaliers a new set of downs. First and 10. We'll call it the 15-yard line. I like this formation for Corona when they bring in both Porter Zeman and Scout Jones. I think they're their two best running backs on the team. One on each side. Here's Jones trying to get around the left end, but nothing doing. Josh Wright again playing a solid game. Yeah, Zeman just got, and he's <laughs> beating himself up over it, too. But, yeah. He had no chance. Yeah. Porter Zeman on the carry, but uh, Josh Wright just came across the line from the linebacking position. Nobody touched him. Yeah, I'm not entirely, entirely sure what I just watched, but it looked like it hurt. <laughs> yes, it did. <laughs> Probably hurt his hands <laughs> like, more than his head. Like was balled up fist and slammed on his helmet. If yeah. <laughs> Can't imagine that felt to you guys. He wasn't happy with the end results. Same well, that right is fast. Yes, he is. Only a sophomore. Here's Herrick handing it off this time. Ball carrier scout Jones coming this way. Running hard. Shoved out of bounds that time by Kyle Wright. Those the right kids can play. Yeah. Yeah, Corona hasn't had much much success running it on the interior. So when that's the case, you kind of just, as soon as these jet motions and these play actions to the outside, they just have been flying to it. Yeah. So third down and about 11 for Corona. Trying to knock it into the north end zone. That's where the band is hanging out tonight. They'll put on their entertaining halftime show here. What do you think of this new school uh, sugar huddle is what it's called, where they have all the linemen look over, and then they have all the skill positions in the quarterback line up in a separate huddle? It just reeks of elitism. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the handoff. Jones breaks a tackle. Nice job there. Gets to the five-yard line. Good hard run. It's Scout Jones. <laughs> What'd you call it? A sugar what? Sugar huddle. The on sugar huddle. Gus smells on in Auburn popularized. Okay. See, that's interesting. I'm not sure if I like it or not, but it seems to be what they've kind of adopted this so season. Who, so who does the line, where do the linemen pick up their keys from? Well, you can see them looking to the sideline so right now. So the coach over there at the 10? It's, now, tell me, is it because of COVID that they've just abandoned the sideline box or they've expanded it? I well, mean, they did all the way down at the 10-yard line. Yeah, they did expand it because of COVID. Okay. Tr trying to separate. Well, the here's coach has got to love that. Big fourth down play coming up, fourth and two for Corona at the five. 
Herrick trying to draw them off sides. They don't bite this time. Steinecker over here. They'll hand it off instead up the middle. The ball carrier should be enough for the first down, fighting for the goal line. That was Porter Zeman on the carry. Comes up just short of the goal, but does get a first down. So, Corona finally got a little something going here. Keep in mind, this is all possible from the uh, high snap on the punt. Yep. Sometimes that's all you need is a little spark like that, just yep. like we were talking about. So 5.15 to go here in the half. Corona down 20 to nothing, but trying to knock it into that north goal. Herrick comes up under center here. First and goal from the two. Here's the ball here. Scout Jones dives into the end zone. He takes it in. The two-yard dive and Corona on the board. Yeah, taking advantage of that miscue on special teams and they desperately need it. If you get a stop right here and maybe, maybe you have enough time to go down and score, you're back in the game. Yep. But you've got to make a stop here. Worst thing could possibly happen is if either Lake Fenton keeps the ball the entire time, the rest of the half. Right. And then they Even if they don't score, they get the ball back. I right. mean, they're in trouble. But there is a lot, lot of time to go. Yeah, that five minutes here in the half. Touchdown, big by time. They'll run the swinging gate. Seven players over here on this side of the field. They'll line up in the shotgun. Steinecker will snap the ball. I believe he's an eligible receiver too, isn't he? Yes. Yep. Because he's the last man on the line of scrimmage. Yep. But now they shift to a normal formation. Looks like they're going to kick it. I'm not the biggest fan of the swinging gate, but if you're a team with a lot of very good skill position players, it does give you the advantage. Or basically, you just have to make one man miss. Here's the kick by Scout Jones, and it's no good. I like the swinging gate if you just go for two every time. You know, it makes it real tough on the defense, but just shifting back to the kick there, and it didn't pay off as it was blocked. But Crun on the board, 20-6, to six, they trail Lake Fenton. What I wonder is why you guys never use the swinging gate to try and draw another team offside. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, when we saw the, that state championship game with Lowell and Detroit King, <laughs> Lowell did it over and over and over again, man. It seems like that would be just a perfect opportunity on a short yardage situation yeah. to get a quick five yards. Pick your spot. And, and, and what they can do is a hard count, and then basically everybody can sprint yeah. directly sideways to the original alignment. Is usually what Lowell's doing. I know exactly what you're, what you're talking about there, Bart. Well, Corona's on the board. With first half clock winding down at 5.03 to go. Stick with us at halftime as we'll send things back to the studio and you can hear this week in high school sports presented by the MHSAA. And so far, so good this season. I mean, there's there's been a little bit of COVID outbreaks in some, some schools, but uh, none of the games we've covered. We've got the games in so far with one more game to go in the regular season. Keep our fingers crossed. I know that the numbers have gone back up this week in Michigan. But it's nice to see the kids getting a chance to play. What, we had a penalty here against Corona? I didn't see the flag or anything. But I believe it was on the touchdown. Yeah, they're was, kicking for the 25, yeah. Sure. Wow. So Corona will kick it from their own 25-yard line. That's the last thing they needed after getting a little momentum and getting on the board. <laughs> it's crazy how much of a difference that makes. I mean, the return man's at the basically at the 35-yard line. Yeah. Well, we'll see what uh, Jones can do on the kick. 
High end over end. Fielded at the 28-yard line. Deep man brings it straight up the middle, looking for a seam, and takes it up to about the 47-yard line where he's brought down there. But again, good field position here for the Lake Fenton Blue Devils. William Graham Tax and Accounting in Corona has been servicing mid-Michigan since 1985. Professional tax and bookkeeping services for individuals, corporations, the self-employed, and partnerships. Conveniently located on Bacchus Street in Corona, a couple of blocks from McCurdy Park. If you have questions, contact the experienced staff and schedule your free consultation. For more details on William Graham Tax and Accounting, stop by, give them a call, or find them online at grahamaccounting.biz. Well, let's see what uh, the teams can do right here. Very crucial part of the game here. If Lake Fenton can put some points on the board here, they're going to be totally in control. The Cavaliers can stop them. They're still in the game. Here is the ball here coming this way. Not much there. The Cavaliers come up and close it very very quickly that time. Is that Ridgeway? Yep. Yeah, Walker about, a Ridgeway. Yard, about a yard right there for Walker. Again, Jacob Lloyd was there with Colin Thompson for the Cavaliers to bring him down. Lloyd hits hard every time, doesn't he? He does. So second down and about nine. Man in motion. Oh, Corona oh. jumps into the neutral zone. We're going to get offsides on Corona. Yeah, real nice head fake by Shoemaker to help that one. So Cavalier nose tackle that time just uh, bit on it, and it gives Lake Fenton five freebies. And that's one of those classic ones you probably hear from the sideline. You're, you're right in front of the ball. Just look at it. <laughs> Do not jump, I'm hearing. That's, that's pretty good coaching. <laughs> I just yelled, don't lose. Let's see what happens. Second down and four. Lake Fenton with the ball. They lead over Corona 20-6. to six. Here's Shoemaker getting the ball, hands it off to Andrew Heron coming this way. Clock will continue to run. And again, Jacob Lloyd there in on the tackle and good sportsmanship helping up. Heron from the turf. 3.42 to go here in the first half. Third down and four. Lake Fenton in Corona territory at the 47. Taking their time right now before they run the play. Reed Shoemaker, the junior quarterback, having an impressive game, I think. Yeah. He's playing very well out there tonight. And this is where he's killed him on third down. Mm-hmm. Heron the lone back, two wide outs each way. Lake Fenton going left to right. Shoemaker back to throw. Steinecker puts some pressure on and got to him just in time to force an errant pass. And Steinecker has been double and triple teamed all night long. Right there he was able to fight that off and make some impact and definitely throw the course of that pass off. Yep. And he keeps coming at you for sure. So let's see, Lake Fenton sending their punt team out there. And you called for it earlier, Jared. Let's see if Hunter McCorkle can get his hands on the ball and put some kind of return together here. If I'm Corona, I am not jumping no whatsoever kid. on a hard count here. Hard count gives them a first down. Fourth and about four. Here's the snap back. They're running a fake. Now late punt. Oh, punter is creamed. They're going to say it was partially blocked by Corona. I think he's going to scoop it up here. Nope. McCorkle lets it roll, and it goes out of bounds inside the 10-yard line. So the Cavaliers got a piece of the football. Fortunately for them, as the, the roughing the punter was uh, waved off. Yeah, great pressure on that, but that ball ended up taking a blue double bounce. 
So it will be Lake Fenton pinning Corona deep after this. Tony Young and the entire Young family salute all mid-Michigan area athletes at Young Auto, uh, Young Chevrolet Cadillac, and Young Buick GMC. They know it takes teamwork to be successful. So from the Young team to your team, have a great season. Young Chevrolet Cadillac and Young Buick GMC on M21 at Owasso invite you to drive a little and save a lot. Visit them online at youngautosales.com. Young Chevrolet Cadillac and Young Buick GMC. Proud supporters of high school sports on Z92.5 The Castle. Corona first and ten from their own six. How about this? New Lothrop over Duran, 42 to nothing. About three minutes to go in the first half in that one. Yikes. So the Hornets are for real, which we knew. <laughs> Rinse and repeat that every single season. <laughs> as long as Galvis is there. Yeah, absolutely. It's a, quite a football powerhouse. And then we got a timeout. Blake Fenton decided to call a timeout. So clock is stopped. Just under three minutes to go in the half. 20 to 6. The Blue Devils over the Cavaliers. Mars Furniture and Mattress in Owasso is your locally owned hometown furniture store and is proud to support high school sports. Mars is mid-Michigan's premium source for Amish-made furniture. The solid wood furniture comes directly from the finest Amish craftsmen in Indiana and Ohio, is built to last for a lifetime, and Mars has the best prices in the state. Mars has quick financing approval while you wait and credit options to fit your needs. Stop in at Mars Furniture and Mattress on M21 in Owasso and check them out on Facebook today. Just back to that punt real quick. Have you ever seen a punt get blocked and then it ends up becoming a coffin corner punt inside the five? I mean, that's <laughs> yeah. just been Corona's luck tonight. That, you're exactly right on that part. Things are going Lake Fenton's way for sure in this first half. Yeah, they may have been almost better if uh, they'd have gotten <laughs> called for roughing the kicker on that one. Almost. So Lake Fenton leads it 20 to 6. Corona with it deep in their own territory at the six yard line. Jaden Herrick, the quarterback, takes the shotgun snap. They run counter play action coming this way to the ball carrier. And that is Scout Jones, I believe. Yep. Takes it up for about a four or five yard gain. And there's a hanky. We're going to get a late flag. Let's see who they call this one on. I can see uh, Heron for Lake Fenton putting his hands up, uh, questioning, so I'm going to assume it's on Lake Fenton, a late hit. Well, Cavaliers will take that break for sure. Talking to the Cavalier captain. Here is the referee, personal foul, going to go against the Blue Devils. So clock is stopped with 2.47 to go here in the half. Yeah. Another miscue right there by Lake Fenton. I mean, they're just letting them off the hook over and over again. I want to say a shout-out to Athletic Director over here at Corona, Jason Beldiga, taking care of the boys here in the booth again with uh, some great Main Street pizza. I personally haven't dived into it yet, but I noticed both you guys made sure to get a couple slices yeah. in. We had our dinner. <laughs> you can, well, you also said that was your second dinner. You well, <laughs> can never pass up pizza. Here's Steinecker over here this way. No oh, pizza. look at that. Coming back against the green, looking, trying to direct traffic. Breaks another tackle, comes at first down yardage. So highlight reel run there by Steinecker. He's fired up. He's saying, come on, guys, let's get some more points on the board. How huge would it be if somehow Corona can put a score in here before half? Still got a long way to go on the field, but a big big run by Steinecker, and they're saying he was just short of the first down when he was run out of bounds. So second down in about a yard. About a nine-yard gain on probably about a 34-yard run. <laughs> yep. 
Just real impressive right there, though, how hard that guy is to bring down. So Herrick has Scout Jones to his left. They're bringing some players. Quick pitch out to Jones. Tries to break a tackle. Can't quite do it. As that sophomore Josh Wright again was right on the money and brought him down. <laughs> I tell you what, that left side, we talk about how it's the right side for Corona that's yep. been the kind of the way to go with the positive place, and the right bros are on the left side. That might be why they haven't been able to run it that Yeah, way. I wouldn't go with those kids anymore. <laughs> yeah, those guys are quick to the ball. <laughs> yeah, I think they have beat up on themselves growing up, for sure. You know all about yep. that, Jared. <laughs> a little bit more of getting beat up on than doing the beating, <laughs> I won't say that much. Third and a long yard. Here's Herrick, takes it up the middle, has first down yardage, but... We have a penalty flag, and there's a just a killer flag. False start on Corona. So instead of third and one, or the results of the play, which would have been a first down. It looked like he had a lot of room to run. He did. So it brings up third down and about six now. See, but isn't that interesting how that false start, they blow it dead, but the last time, which it gave up a touchdown for Lake Fenton, they just let it play out. I don't understand I don't that underst rule. I, yeah. I don't understand it either. And we've seen it throughout time. And it, you just never know. I'll have to do a little research on that one maybe for the next game. I actually saw a little rule book upstairs in the well, press box in the coach's room. Might have to go snag that at halftime. Go ask Dave Harvey. I'm sure he, he'll have an answer one way or the other. Here's Herrick to Steinecker. Not going to be enough for the first down, though, as he was going sideways instead of north and south. And it brings up fourth down. We've got still a minute 15 to go, and Steinecker again hobbled coming off the field, limping on one leg. And that's only his third reception tonight. You know, by this time against Owasso, I think he had over 100 yards and three touchdowns. Right. Now, Corona calls a timeout. Steinecker going to get some medical attention here on the bench. Let's hope it's just a cramp or something. But timeout on the field, fourth and about a yard and a half coming up here for the Cavaliers. They're going to think it over and see what they want to do. Victory Heating and Cooling serving all of Michigan is proud to feature Train Heating and Cooling products. Train has the right system for your home. Victory Heating and Cooling has Michigan's best HVAC installers and service crews in the business, and they'd love and appreciate the opportunity to serve you in your home. Victory Heating and Cooling, featuring train products, the, vet, the best team with the best products for your home. Visit VictoryHeatingAndCooling.com or call 989-224-7171. Where can you find good information on all kinds of topics related to the well-being of our student-athletes? Check out the health and safety page on the MHSAA website. Learn about multi-sport participation, heat and hydration, cardiovascular resources, as well as insurance benefits available for students. It's all on the health and safety page of the MHSAA.com. A message from the Michigan High School Athletic Association, promoting the value and values of educational athletics. Well, Morris on top of Kingston, 46 to nil at half. Corona will send their punt team out there right now. Zane Rosser to punt it. High snap, no rush at all. Rosser kicks it up. High, kind of short. Takes a Cavalier roll. Oh. Lake Fenton player, but he falls right on top of it. Oh, another big break, and Lake Fenton just has it going tonight. And hit number nine. Kyle Wright, but then it fell right at his feet, and he just landed right on top of the ball. So they still have a little bit of time to operate. 52 seconds to go. 
Ball at the 43-yard line, their own 43. If I'm Lake Fenton, I'm not getting too crazy. Maybe take a shot on this very first play if it goes well. Then I would try to be aggressive and mm -hmm. go for the end zone. But if not, I'm just going into the halftime of two scores. Especially knowing you get the ball, ball to start half, the second yep. half. They did sub out Heron, uh, who's kind of more of the power back for a little bit more of a speed back. Number yeah. nine, right. Shoemaker in at quarterback out of the shotgun. They'll send right over here this way. They're going to throw a little swing pass out yep. to him, there and it it's caught. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah. Carson Sosha put the shoulder right into the midsection. Yeah, he wasn't drawing a bead on him or anything. Oh, man. Wow. He saw that from about six yards away, what was going to happen yeah. there. As a DB, man, you love that. <laughs> and nice to see no flag. It's just a blind spot hit right in the midsection with the shoulder. That's a highlight highlight reel hit right there. Well, we got a timeout. Lake Fenton calls, I believe, their last timeout. Stops the clock. Second down coming up with uh, 38 seconds to go in the half. Save now during the fall sales event at Beck's Trailer Superstore. With 1,300 trailers on 45 acres, Beck's offers the America's largest trailer selection. So you'll find the trailer that fits your needs and your budget. During Beck's fall store event, save on hundreds of open and enclosed trailers. Plus take advantage of their easy financing program. With payments from $69 a month with approved credit. They work with many local and national lenders to get you the best rate and lowest payment. For the best selection of the best trailers at unbeatable prices, call Beck's or visit Beck'sTrailerStore.com. Well, East Lansing, the power team out of the Lansing area, leads Grand Ledge 27 to nothing at the half. A couple big-time Division I players on that team. Here is uh, Shoemaker rolling to his left, throws a pass up. It was caught, but we and have some whistles. And here's another false start that they blew dead this time. Yeah. So I'm just curious. I just would love to. I don't know. We got to figure that out. We got to do some, a little bit of research, fellas. Yeah. I'm with you 100%, though. It should be a dead ball right down the line. So it's going to go against Lake Fenton. 34 seconds to go in the half. 20 to 6 is the score. Lake Fenton over Corona. The Blue Devils. 35-yard run by Andrew Heron with about nine minutes to go in the first quarter. Got him on the board. They followed that up with a 30-yard fumble recovery as Jaden Herrick coughed it up, and it was Mason Skiner taking it in from 30 yards out. And then they had a 15-yard pass from Reed Shoemaker to John Grigg first play of the second quarter and the Cavaliers finally got on the board five minutes to go here in the half on a two-yard scout Jones run but the PAT was blocked so here's what I found is that apparently if it's a false start it should be blown out blown out every single time but if it's a legal motion they let that play out ah but it's the same signal but I would believe that it was a, gotta think that it was a false start on that play don't we I would have thought well yeah because it was, if you remember right, Corona just had a single back. They didn't send any motions or anything like that. Right. But that's the difference between a false start and illegal motion. So here is the handoff. Heron with it. Stopped for a, just a yard or so gained. That may end up being the last play of the first half. Third down and about 13 coming up. Now it looks like they're going to try and get another play in. Third and 13. Lake Fenton with the ball. Out of the shotgun, Shoemaker, down to 15 seconds I to don't go. think this is smart if I'm Lake Fenton. Are they really going to run a play? 
That judge hasn't started the five-second count yet, so I don't think they even have to run a play. They, I don't think they will. Yeah, Coach Borski's going to say, let's go to the locker room. So that will end the first half of play here on Z92.5. Half of football in the books. Lake Fenton leads it 20-6 to over Corona. We'll send things back to the studio, let you listen to a few commercials, and also this week in high school sports. And we'll be back here with our little halftime version of the Sports Forum slash three-point podcast and also tally up the numbers. It's 20-6, to Lake Fenton over Corona, right here live on Z92.5. What's in the backpack, Caleb? Paper, pencils, calculator, and my fast days car wash and oil change coupons so I can get brownie points with the teachers. Fast Eddie's is teaming up with Fuel Jewels, where we'll donate a portion of the proceeds for the month of October to breast cancer awareness. Fuel Jewels is the only time-release fuel treatment that lasts up to 6,000 miles, restores fuel mileage, removes water, boosts octane, lubricates and cleans along the way, and saves you money while supporting a great cause. Fast Eddie also does preventative maintenance, like transmission and coolant flushes, fuel filter, air filter, wiper blades, and headlight replacement, and much more. And we're schooling the competition with our low prices. Fast Eddie's Car Wash and Oil Change Centers are your one-stop shop for all your vehicle's needs. See your local Fast Eddie's Car Wash and Oil Change Center for great fall savings on our quality products and services. With 16 locations throughout Michigan, there is one near you. Fast Eddie's, a name you can trust. Save now during the fall sales event at Beck's Trailer Superstore. With 1,300 trailers on 45 acres, Beck's offers America's largest trailer selection so you'll find the trailer that fits your needs and your budget. During Beck's fall sales event, save on hundreds of open and enclosed trailers. Plus, take advantage of our easy financing programs with payments from $69 a month with approved credit. We work with many local and national lenders to get you the best rate and lowest payment. For the best selection of the best trailers at unbeatable prices, call Beck's or visit Beck'sTrailerStore.com. Roll with the changes, towing the line, and aces. It's all next on This Week in High School Sports. Hi again, everyone. I'm John Johnson, and welcome to This Week in High School Sports. It's been a season of change for the girls' volleyball team at Byron Center, but one the Bulldogs have been up to so far. After winning the OK Conference Green Division a year ago, the team was switched to the White Division and a much higher caliber group of opponents this season. A really fantastic job of kind of growing from our losses and continuing to kind of just push forward and move on to the next game. Yeah, for sure, our um, losses against Grand Christian, like, it was tough because both games were pretty close, but I think both games were really fighting hard and just, like, pushing it all out there, and I think that's something we can take into our next games. That's senior libero Abby Boyle talking about the stacked division the Bulldogs are now in with the likes of powerhouses Grand Rapids Christian and Lowell. Byron Center has rose as high as number two in the coaches' Division I rankings this fall. They returned nine players from last year's team, led by Boyle, along with senior middle hitter Anna Butler, outside hitter Taylor Humphrey, and center Sierra Laska. Byron Center enters the week 12-2 overall and second in the white at 5-1 with a rematch coming up against GR Christian next week. The Eagles won the first meeting of those two schools last week, three sets to two. 
Part of this week's game balls go out to Luke Carpus of Wild Lake Western, who scored the game-winning goal with 38 seconds left in overtime last week to give his Warriors the Lakes Valley Conference championship over Crosstown rival Wild Lake Central 2-1. And in another Crosstown showdown, the Holland Christian Girls Swimming and Diving Team claimed a 102-80 win over Holland last week. Zoe McKevitt in the 200 Butterfly and the 100 Fly, and Magel Bengelink in the 50 and 100 Freestyle led the Maroons. Back with more in a moment, you're listening to This Week in High School Sports. Nearly 2,000 of the state's top student athletes will be recognized for excelling academically and in school activities through the MHSAA's Scholar Athlete Award, underwritten by Farm Bureau Insurance. The applicants will be in the running for a total of 32 $1,000 college scholarships. Application materials are available exclusively online through the MHSAA website. A message from the Michigan High School Athletic Association promoting the value and values of educational athletics. Our weekly Be the Referee feature takes a look into the fine art of officiating with Sam Davis. Here's a high school soccer rules change for the upcoming season. Rules for the placement and movement of the goalkeeper on a penalty kick have been rewritten to make it more clear what a keeper can or cannot do. As in previous years, goalkeepers can move laterally along the goal line prior to the taking of the penalty kick. But new this year, goalkeepers need to have only one foot on or in line with the goal line at the time of the kick. This allows keepers to lunge before the ball is kicked as long as one foot stays on the line. Previously, the goalie needed to keep both feet on the goal line or in line. Thanks, Sam. You can be a referee. Go to the MHSAA website now to register. The closer this week has me wondering if we're just getting better reporting these days or if we're actually coming up with more aces on the golf course. A little less than a month ago, Stephanie Scott, a freshman at Atsego, fired a hole-in-one on her very first shot of her high school career at hole number A at Lake Doster Golf Club near Kalamazoo, knocking down a 7-iron from 90 yards away. So how do you top that? Well, a few days later, Chloe Vig, a sophomore at Farmington Hills Mercy, used an 8-iron on the 128-yard fifth hole at the Detroit Golf Club South Course to score an ace in a duel against Bloomfield Hills' Cranbrook Kingswood. But wait, there's more. Four days later, same course. At the Detroit Catholic League Finals, Vig used a pitching wedge to score another hole-in-one on the 92-yard 17th hole. Hats off to Stephanie Scott and Chloe Vig for achieving at a young age what eludes most of us golfers in a total lifetime. Speaking of golf, the MHSAA Lower Peninsula Girls Golf Finals take place Friday and Saturday at the Forest Acres East and West courses on the campus of Michigan State University in East Lansing. The Division I and II Finals will be played on Friday, followed by Divisions Three and Four on Saturday. And you can keep up with the results live by using the I Wanamaker app on your handheld device or the I Wanamaker live feed on the MHSAA website. A weekend ticket to live results on I Wanamaker is just $5. And the first weekend of play in the MHSAA Lower Peninsula Boys Tennis Tournament takes place Thursday and Friday. The format has been changed this year due to the pandemic, with a team champion being determined in a dual format this weekend and a singles championship tournament being played next weekend. You've been listening to This Week in High School Sports, a production of the MHSAA Network. Thanks for joining us, everyone. I'm John Johnson. We'll see you next time. Tony Young here, a young Chevrolet in Owasso with great news. We are selling tons of Chevrolet. The deals are unbelievable. It's the year-end sales event happening right now where $2,000 minimum trades happening. You can drive a brand new Chevy Trax as low as $107 a month. Or listen to this. I've got availability of up to 65 
Chevy Traverses that have special deals going now because they're 2020 models and they need to be closed out. Listen to this. Drive them as low as $289 a month. That's right. That's a full-size Chevy Traverse as low as $289 a month. And I've got an awesome selection. Front wheel, all wheel. I've got them in stock. You want a great deal on a Chevrolet? Make the drive to Young Chevrolet in Owasso. 36-month, 10,000 miles a year lease to well-qualified GM buyers. With $2,000 down and using GM lease loyalty. Plus tax, title, and document fees. Visit us online at youngautosales.com. Chevrolet. Find new roads. Join the Shiawassee Prevention Network for a community drug take-back event. The Shiawassee Prevention Network is hosting a free drive-through drug take-back event on Wednesday, October 21st from 2 p.m. to 6 p.m. Residents can drop off their unused and expired medications without getting out of their vehicle and no questions asked. All pills will be accepted and any liquid medications can be poured into a paper towel and sealed into a plastic bag prior to arrival. No inhalers or syringes will be accepted. Keep your loved ones and community safe by properly disposing of your unused or expired medications on Wednesday, October 21st from 2 to 6 p.m. at Catholic Charities located at 1480 North M52 in Owasso. For a list of drug take-back locations, visit the Shiawassee Prevention Network website at shiawasseeprevention.org. Well, welcome back to Nick and East Stadium here in Corona. The Cavalier Band just entertained the crowd with an always entertaining show. And it's been an entertaining show if you're a Lake Fenton fan as they lead it here 20-6 to over Corona. Here's how it looks on the score sheet. Lake Fenton jumped out to an early lead, 9.08 to go in the first quarter, 35-yard run by Andrew Heron. The PAT was good by freshman Ashton Hunter. They took a 7-0 lead. Then also in that first quarter, coming after a Jaden Herrick fumble, or on a Jaden Herrick fumble, Mason Skyner took it in from 30 yards out with 7.22 to go, and the first PAT was good, and they jumped to a 14-0 lead. Lake Fenton scored their third straight touchdown with first play of the second quarter, 15-yard pass from the quarterback, Reed Shoemaker, to John Grigg, the tight end, on a fourth down play. Took it in from 15 yards out. PAT, though, was blocked, and that gave him a 20-0 lead. And then Cruniff got a little momentum with 5.03 to go in the second quarter. Scout Jones took it in from two yards out. The PAT was blocked, though, and that's where we're at, 20-6. to How about stats, Bart? Well, pretty even statistically, actually. Uh, Corona, right now, uh, six. <coughs> pardon me, uh, 68 yards on the ground being led by Scout Jones. Oh, here's the thing. 68 yards on the ground, Scout Jones has got 54 of them. Uh, what are the other three or four guys doing? That's part of the problem. But, yeah, uh, 68 yards on the ground. Jaden Herrick, uh, five for nine, 32 yards in the air, 100 yards total. And uh, Lake Fenton, 52 yards on the ground, being led by Andrew Heron with uh, 49 yards. But big part of that was that 35-yard touchdown run. Shoemaker, uh, four for eight for uh, 67 yards and a touchdown. I mean, it's only been really just a couple of plays that have been the story of this game. Yeah, big plays, big momentum plays, and... Uh, you know, Lake Fenton gets the ball here to start the second half. It's really going to be crucial for Corona to stay in this game, to get a stop right away and this get the like ball This is like the back. fourth time we've said that Corona needs to make a stop here for <laughs> the ball game. Yeah. But it's a fact, though. Yeah. You know. And it, it, it is because and one thing to keep an eye on is the fact that Lake Fenton, 
Well, I guess Corona also had their PAT blocked as well, so it's still a 14-point game, but Corona loves to go for two. If they do somehow just get one touchdown and cut it to just a one-score game, and they somehow just keep it close. You just got to get within one score, and then from there you can see what you can do. Right. Well, we got a whole second half ahead of us, so we'll see what happens and uh, if, what kind of adjustments Corona can make. They definitely did not uh, come out of the gates like they were hoping to, so we'll see what happens here to start the second half. We'll have a, a look at the sports world and, and chit-chat about uh, maybe some college football and some other things, but before we get to that, let's listen to a couple more words from our advertisers. Your number one St. John's Red Wings fans, Auto Owners Insurance and Alibi and Brubaker Insurance Agency is a winning combination. They'll work with you to ensure your home, auto, business, and life to keep everything you value safe, sound, secure. Auto Owners Insurance, the no problem people. Visit them in St. John's and East Lansing or online at abins.com. Alibi and Brubaker Insurance, your local independent auto owner's agent and a proud supporter of high school sports on Z92.5 The Castle. Pub Tire's there for you with the best tire, uh, best service for all your tire and suspension needs. They've been taking care of your automotive needs for decades, priding themselves on honesty and the best service around. Hub Tire can handle anything from a Chevy Cobalt to a motorhome, including semis and farm service. Open Monday through Friday, 8 to 5.30. Call 989-224-3218. Stop in on Business 27 north of M21 in St. John's or visit hubtires.com. Well, it's our halftime, uh, we'll call it three-point podcast with the Bartman filling in for Matt Burns here at the booth. Take yeah, the, how's representing the greatest generation right here. <laughs> there you go. Uh, let's start in college football. You know, I looked at uh, the schedule for this weekend. Really only one game. There's been a couple already cancellations, but tomorrow night, prime time, you got Alabama, you got Georgia, two against three. You got Nick Saban trying to figure out where he's going to yeah. coach from, if he can coach. I'm told he can't even coach virtually. So How can he not coach virtually? Well, how? Uh, tell me if you're a player of your Alabama, do you think he's going to be helpful virtually? Maybe it's like an eye in the sky in the box, like almost as a coordinator, but how is he going to be able to coach virtually? All right. Well, I don't know. I mean, you know, you would. Th- I, I don't even think he's going to be allowed to have contact with the coaches, is he? I, it'll be remain to be seen. Now, let me ask you this. You know, weird situation right Very there. weird situation. Saban apparently asymptomatic, so, you know, no symptoms. Everybody's asymptomatic. You ever see that? Nobody's, like, running around with snot coming well, out of their nose or something. Well, yeah, I think I'm the 200-plus two, thousand that died <laughs> probably had some now, symptoms. Now, let me ask you this. Do you honestly think, even if it is the rule, Nick Saban can't come in contact with Coach, do you think at halftime, let's say they're down by two scores, he's not calling in? Oh, he's calling in without a doubt. There's no doubt. I, I don't think there's anything against him calling in. It's just, you know, he can't be on video conferencing with him. So explain to me why he can't be on video. I mean, is it... You know, he would have the advantage of, of, you know, being able to watch on TV, maybe pick up something. Oh, okay. I don't know. I really don't know. That makes a little bit more sense. I was thinking from, like, a health and safety standpoint. But, yeah, that makes a little bit more sense. How about this? If you're Alabama, why not bring him in, like, three or four hours before kickoff, basically put him in his own little booth, get him in a headset, and just have him talk to the coaches through there? Uh, why not just have him in a bubble? Yeah. Right. Well, then you read my mind, because I, why, why couldn't, like I said, that's what I was trying to lead into when I said he's asymptomatic. Why couldn't he do that, you know? I mean, if he feels all right, 
and he's completely on his own and in some sort of bubble. Why Why wouldn't he be allowed? One of those bubbles that you can kind of run <laughs> yeah. and walk around in. Was, yeah. that, was that John Travolta that was Bubble Boy back yeah. in the 70s? You remember yes, it was. that TV movie? Oops. That's way over Jared's head. Hey, you got to remember the Seinfeld episode with Bubble Boy, though. Not the biggest Seinfeld guy. <laughs> not going to lie. I'm a more Bubble Boy. enthusiasm. Cur- Bubble Boy. Yeah, Curb's awesome, Curb's too. Awesome. But... Hey, yeah, it's... You know, all that's a distraction because it's going to be a heck of a game. I watched yeah. uh, watched Georgia just completely dismantle Tennessee last week, and uh, Bulldogs are looking pretty good. Yeah, I mean, it really is going to be a shame that Nick's not going to be there, you know, because there will be always that excuse if Georgia beats them. No, but this is what I will say, though, is tell me you can't see the storyline. Assistant coach comes in, you know, one of, a lot of these coaches on the Alabama staff are former, you know, head coaches who maybe got fired or somehow ended up there one way or another. Tell me you don't see a storyline where they come out just guns blazing, beat Georgia by three, four scores, and that's like the huge story for the entire week. It, it certainly wouldn't shock me, that's for sure. Alabama has some tremendous talent. They, you know, they gave up so many points last week defensively, you know they're going to be ready to play on D. So, and like I said, it's really about the only game I have any interest in at all watching tomorrow. It all starts for real for me, and probably you guys too, next week when the Big Ten gets underway. You know, Michigan State starts off at noon against Rutgers. That's a whole hummer to me, but it'll be interesting to see what their new head coach can do. You know, it's, there's so many question marks in Spartanland right now with the new guy, you know, D'Antonio out. Uh, is Rocky going to be is the quarterback? I was just, is that they're 100% rolling with Rocky? I, 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 I have not, not heard. <laughs> That's the thing. It's, it's been all about Michigan and all about COVID. You haven't really heard a whole lot other, outside of that about Michigan State at all. Right, you really haven't. And I guess, like I said, I mean, we're going to see what kind of team they have right out of the gates because Rutgers is definitely going to be improved. And... Uh, <laughs> the new era starts. But let's talk about Michigan a little bit. Could they have had the new era in New Jersey, you mean, or the new era in <laughs> both, East Lansing? I guess, both, I guess. Yeah. What was it? Uh, the former Rutgers coach is back now, right? Yeah. Chiano. Yep. So he's, he's a solid coach, so it, that's going to be a good matchup, a nooner. And then, you know, a little nap in between. And then uh, prime time, 730, Wolverines at Minnesota, a couple ranked teams. I, you got to love the Big Ten this year, at least – they're starting right out of the gate. No cupcakes. We're going to see who can play ah. football right away. Michigan could be in trouble if they lose, or they could go on a little bit of a roll if they win this first game and can get past Michigan State in week two. But th- this is a really good test, I think, up in the Twin Cities. Yeah, the thing that I found interesting, and I didn't expect this at all, is that Michigan's an underdog, two-and-a-half-point underdog right. at Minnesota. Minnesota's a really good team, obviously, and P.J. Te- PJ Fleck is a heck of a coach. But you rarely see, you know, with the Michigan inflation, them as an underdog. Right. Well, I was going to ask your opinion about Fleck, because I happen to agree with you. He's a heck of a coach. He got a lot of grief for the way he left uh, Western Michigan, but I, I didn't quite understand it. Yeah, is he a little bit of a showboat? For sure, for sure. But it seems <laughs> No pun to... intended, row the boat. <laughs> right, but it seems to work for him, you know, and the guy's got it done in Minnesota, which was, like, dead for a lot of years. You think he's maybe just a little too much of a aw shucks, rah-rah kind of guy sometimes, man, Hey. It kind of wears thin with me. Well, it does, but I don't think it does with college players. Right. That's the thing. Sure, and, and sure. And that's where I've heard a lot of people say, like, oh, there's no chance this guy would work in the NFL. But I think uh, 100% for a college kid, if I'm 18, if I'm my age, 21, I'm rallying around this guy. Yeah. You, you know, and you bring up the aw shucks thing. I mean, who's Mr. Aw shucks is Dabo Sweeney. Yeah. You know, I mean, that guy's a snake oil salesman, but they all buy into that, and he can uh, definitely coach, you know. Yeah, I'll give you that. But I think we all three would probably agree that, 
unless you figure out some way to upset Ohio State, they should probably roll the Big Ten again, right? I don't see them not rolling it for years to come, man. Yeah. It just it just seems like it's you know Ohio State and everybody else, and it has for years, you know. And I, I kept on hoping when Harbaugh came on, this is going to be you know Michigan's going to be back to what they used to be. I'm still waiting. Here's a question for Jared. You know, you talked about the Lions. We'll talk a little bit about the Lions as well. But I know uh, you you've been big on throwing in people's faces about Jim Caldwell, right? Yeah. Nine and seven wasn't good enough for Lions fans. Well, what about Jim Harbaugh? Ten wins, nine wins. But if you can't beat Ohio State, you run him out of town, or you say, you know what? He's pretty successful. If he gets ten nine wins every year, why would we want to change? Here's the thing that is the problem with Harbaugh is we never have the game, like the Sugar Bowl win. Like, even Brady Hoke won a Sugar Bowl. Mm-hmm. You never have the payoff with Harbaugh. It's always, you know, oh, next year is the year that we finally, you know, get over the hump of 10 wins. 10 wins in college football in the Big Ten. You're at the University of Michigan playing Rutgers and Nebraska, who's basically been a cellar dweller the last, like, five years. It's not that hard to get to 10 wins. And, and it's not the fact that they're losing to Ohio State. It's the fact they're losing by 400 points. Yeah. And, and you know, to your point, Okay, even though this year they're not playing Ohio State last, right? But uh, if you if you go seven and one and your only loss is to Ohio State, but then you blow a bowl game, you're right back where you've been the last few years. You know, you got to make that next jump up, and I think the jump up they got to get to, they got to figure out a way to beat Ohio State someday. I'll give you guys give you guys a name. Okay, John Cooper. Right. John Cooper was one heck of a coach, and he had a lot of postseason success as well. One thing he couldn't do was beat Michigan. Mm-hmm. They got rid of him, and ever since then, every single coach there has beaten the heck out of Michigan. Right. Other than inter- maybe an interim coach that they had in there for, what, Fickle was in there for one year. Yeah. But yeah, you're right. you got to concentrate on that game, Michigan State and Ohio State. you got to win those games. And if you beat Michigan State – Three out of four, you got to beat Ohio State every other year, or at least every third year. And that's one thing, it's kind of like I almost should, you know, I basically made the coffin, I might as well sleep in it, is that I was, when Harbaugh came in, all I was focused on was, let's beat Michigan State. Let's, let's like, flip the tide, let's start beating Michigan State again. And he's done that, so I feel kind of bad complaining because he has at least given us that, which we didn't have for about ten years before him. And one of the losses, one of the few losses he had to Michigan State was that miracle, you know, Mm -hmm. the punt drop. But we'll see. It all starts next uh, Saturday. I can't wait for that one. It's going to be a lot of fun. And then before we wrap up our halftime show, we got to talk about the Lions. Uh, you know, they, they're on the road. I think they're actually favorites against Jacksonville this Sunday. What are you thinking with uh, the rest of their season, or do you even care? I really don't care. Last Sunday was actually the best Sunday I've had all fall. That's kind of nice, didn't wasn't it? Them, didn't have to, and here's the thing that bothers me. I'm of the new, quote-unquote, new generation. I watch Red Zone Channel, especially right. when the Lions suck. But, you know, we've got the old-timers. You know, I, don't know if Bart, I don't know if you're this way, but I know my dad. I know, Ted, you're this way. Got to have the Lions on. Yeah. They could be losing by 300 points, and you're still going to have the Lions on. No. It's I can't nice stand it. It's nice to curl up on I the couch and take a nap. 
Yeah. <laughs> and you are right, Jared. I mean, I, I stick with the Lions till it's over. Now, I would watch Red Zone after that, but I, I get what you're saying. Red Zone is what they go every time a team's about ready to score, they yeah. go to that game, right? And it's you it's still get the cool. Lions. You still get the Lions. Head, it's a little bit of an argument we've gotten into at my house. You still get the Lions head highlights on the Red Zone channel, but you don't have to watch them lose by 30, blow a, <laughs> blow another fourth quarter lead. It's kind of the best of both worlds. <laughs> Sounds pretty good. Is that about about a hundred bucks a year? That subscription? I believe so. You, I'm surprised you don't have. It. You have everything else under the moon. Well, but like, you don't have that. <laughs> like you said, though, I'm a diehard lion guy, so I'm going to be tuned in to the bitter end. Well, we got the second half ready to go here from Nickanies Field. Before we get that second half kickoff, take a listen to this. When Mother Nature leaves you with broken branches or toppled trees, call Ferrell's Tree Trimming and Removal. Ferrell's does tree work in all four seasons has three certified arborists on staff, and offers the latest technology in tree health care. They also sell firewood year-round and are licensed by the Michigan Department of Agriculture. Check them out online at ferrellstree.com or call 989-862-4453. Experienced, equipped, insured, Ferrell's Tree Trimming and Removal. And the Drive of the Game later tonight brought to you by Young Chevrolet Cadillac Buick GMC on M21 in Owasso, saluting all mid-Michigan athletes. Drive on in or go online at youngautosales.com. And the player of the game tonight brought to you by Three Point Podcast. Three guys, three generations, three hot takes. This just posted on Three Point Podcast. Look at this picture, fellas, up in Marquette, Michigan. Is that Lambeau Field or is that a high school game up there in the UP? Wow. Snow up there. It's coming before you know it. Oh, we've got a wintry mix coming Sunday. Oh, boy. I hate that word, wintry mix. Yeah. I hate to say it. After taking a quick visit to my brother in Arizona, snow is for the birds. It really is, boys. Are you thinking about actually moving that way someday, Jared? It's tempting. I tell you, especially on a cold night like tonight. Wow. I, was, I, was, I am shivering up here in the booth. Cold Can't imagine night being in bleachers. <laughs> Just imagine what February is going to be like, guys. <laughs> well, play yeah. on football coming down the road. We're going to have some cold games. Here is a kickoff for Corona. Ted, you better start schmoozing some opposing ADs, too. Yeah, you got that right. Here's the deep man for Lake Fenton taking it up the middle. Finally hit hard. Brought down at about the 35-yard line. So it'll be the Blue Devils with the ball. They lead it over Corona, 20-6 to here. Second half just underway from the Nick. With Jared Fattel and Bart Matthews, I'm Ted the Sports Guy here on Z92.5 Radio. We're also being simulcast on the NFHS Video Network. Glad you tuned in. Hope we've added a little bit to the video cast. <laughs> Got the microphone right in front of Jared, so he's bringing you all that expert com color commentary. <laughs> That's one way to put it. <laughs> Two wideouts, man in motion away from us. Shoemaker looking to throw. Has some time, throws it over the middle. Caught. Good coverage, though, by the Cavaliers there. That was hauled in by Walker Ridgeway. Colin Thompson just burying Ridgeway on that play. Yeah, Miski was also there and on the hip. Well, Miski was spinning him around right into uh, Thompson's shoulders. Yeah. Lake Fenton just keeps running those crossing routes. If I'm Corona and I'm on these linebackers, I'm getting ready to jump one of these. Yeah. So Lake Fenton taking their time. No huddle, but two wideouts each way. Going left to right as we see it. Going with a hard count there, trying to draw Corona off sides. Second down and nine. Now they'll shift. And then they'll send their tight end back over here this way, or the slot man. Finally take the snap. Shoemaker rolls to his left. Throws a pass out. It's complete. Caught. 
Ryan Marini has it and should have first down yardage run out of bounds right in front of the Lake Fenton crowd. You know, one thing I have noticed here, maybe a little less crowd here on the home side than you normally would see because of COVID, but over there at Lake Fenton side, looks relatively normal for a high school football game here in Michigan. Yeah, they travel pretty well for a cold night and a pandemic and yeah. an away game. Try a run up the middle. They got a pretty good football program over there. That was Andrew Heron that time on the dive up the middle. Got first down yardage there. As they'll move the chains, it'll take it to about the 45-yard line. Lake Fenton starting the second half with the ball here, leading it 20-6 to over Corona. Yeah, Marty Borski is a pretty good coach over there, Lake Fenton. Tell me if there's a more football coach name in the world than Marty Borski. I love it. <laughs> Borski sounds like a Chicago <laughs> Bear. <laughs> sounds like a linebacker that I need some of these. <laughs> Dick Butkus and Martin Borski. <laughs> 10-12 to go here in the third. Excellent coach, like you said, too. A couple good ones here. Kyle Robinson, by the way, I don't know if I commented on the air, he shed 70 pounds in the offseason. I think he's showing it off a little bit, rocking the shorts. A little bit, a little bit. But, man, last week when I went down in the field to get some pronunciations, I, he came walking over to me. I almost didn't recognize him. Here's a pass. Shoemaker throws it on the receiver, but it's a little bit behind Walker Ridgeway. And again, Coach uh, Robinson went to a little uh, modified fasting type of program and some exercise. I mean, I could use some of that, as you could tell, Jared. You don't really need to comment on that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was just just to go back to what you said earlier. You announced that you had dinner, and you must have forgot that you had meatloaf before you. Well, came. I had a little piece of meat. Right. A little right. Piece. Just a little piece. You also had breakfast this morning. I did. You You're right. Today was a bad day. <laughs> the weekend. I, I'm not going to have a snack when you get back, maybe, if we're being honest. Uh, maybe a little popcorn. Yep. <laughs> Third down now in about eight. Here's the shotgun snap. Shoemaker over the middle. It's hot. <laughs> Receiver takes a heck of a hit there. Stares him down demon. and the flag. Oh, man. Yeah, what is the deal with that? I mean, ah. Uh, yeah, a huge defensive play, and it's going to turn into a positive gain right here for Lake Fenton because right. of that. It was going to be a fourth down coming up. They, Lake Fenton probably would have went for it, but the whole stare down, more than likely an unsportsmanlike conduct going to be on Corona. What are they calling? No, they well, looks call like it on the stare down. Illegal hit on the head, right? Oh, well, that's what it looked looks like. like Corona is clapping, but... I noticed that it's getting marked. (laughs) It's getting marked. Oh, Oh. they're going backwards. The referee pointed the penalty was against Corona, didn't he? Oh, Oh, they're figuring out how to walk out right back. Yeah, from where the penalty happened, they'll mark off the 15. So it happened around the 45. And now I wonder, is is Zeman going to get ejected? Or was, are they? Con- there's a few. There's a couple different versions of that rule. I yeah. Know. But I feel like high school normally it's automatic. Usually. Maybe it's been a rule change over rule change over the last few years. Yeah, he's definitely staying. Either way, it was a personal foul. I mean, he was... led with his shoulder on that play. I mean, there may have been some incidental helmet mm-hmm. to helmet, but hardly a targeting. Well, it almost makes me wonder it wasn't even that play, where they where they started walking it off. If that was called, that looked like a clean hit to me. It did I'd be to me surprised too. if that was what they called the flag. Because they they started marking off the penalty right around the 50-yard line, and the hit was over at about the 40. So we just had a short run up the gut. I need to regroup here. 
<laughs> we got off the rails a little bit. We, we did. It, ha it happens. <laughs> Second down. Wait till we get into TV talk. That's what happens when we get a blowout. But so far, we aren't in that position yet. 20 to 6, Lake Fenton on top. Shotgun snap. Here's the handoff. The sweep coming this way. Then we're going to get a penalty flag. Ball carrier fighting for extra yardage. Not going down. Turn it into Still a no scrum whistle. Right yeah, there. Big time scrum. Finally, we get the whistles. Penalty back at the 40. I think it's going to be Probably a rather holding area. Holding or illegal block yeah. against Lake Fenton. Yeah, it's going to be illegal use of the hand. So that one's coming back. Cavaliers get a break there. Clock stopped with 8.46 to go here in the third quarter. Next Friday night, we'll be over in Chesanine in the auxiliary press box over there. It'll be the Chesanine Indians and the new Lothar Parnets. You know you've been in the biz a long time when you guys know where you're going to be set up in the, <laughs> in the box, and it's basically what you look forward to the most. Well, we know when we're over there, I mean, they got a, you know that beautiful facility with the uh, prescription turf and new stands, but uh, they kept the old press box on the visitor's side, and that's where we're at. So we pretty much have the box to ourselves. It's pretty nice. It's not a bad idea when you build a new stadium. Why not just flip the home stands yeah. and you have a pretty legit uh, stadium set up? Well, I'll tell you what. They were way, way overdue for a, for a new spread over there. And, I mean, it's just as good as it gets. Second down, about 20. Shoemaker setting up a pass. Green pass. Oh, picked off by Corona at the 50. There's the break <laughs> they were looking for. And we're going to get a hit flag. and a flag here right at the sideline. Might be headhunting on Lake Fenton here. Another big break right there. Great pressure. I couldn't see it was Steinecker and somebody else chasing down Shoemaker. Who picked off that pass? Zeman. That was Porter Zeman on the interception. And it looked like uh, Shoemaker maybe is the guy that stuck the head in there and may have been whistled for the flag. I know he was shaken up. Hustled off the sideline. So the referees are discussing things here. Big break for Corona with a pick. Personal foul going to the head on Lake Fenton. So Corona going to have the ball in great field position here. We got a ball game, boys. We do got a ball game now. <laughs> Turn the gas on right now. <laughs> there you go, Bart. Go for the juggler. Right here, home run ball. Well, let's see. So it'll be Corona when they put the ball down, going to have it first and 10 at the 33. Either that or the bread and butter, bread and butter, Scott right. Jones around the right side. <laughs> That's been the what play on think? the ground. Is Steinecker in the, he's not in the game. He's on the sideline right now. He's still shaking up yeah. or what? Jones was 54 yards in the first half, and most of it came from that right side. Here's Herrick. Hands it off. The ball carrier coming left. Puts the head down. Running with some Jones power. Left. Scout Jones. Looks like Steinecker is going to be okay. Comes back into the ball game. Josh Wright again in on another tackle. That kid can play. He isn't he's kind of a small linebacker, yeah. but I tell you what, he's, puts he's his, not scared. Puts his nose in there, doesn't he? Yeah. So three wideouts for Corona over on the far side. Corona going right to left. Oh, we had some motion. No call, or did we? Finally, I, a late whistle. 
Looks like I, there might have been two players running at the same time in motion. There's that signal, but that one is illegal motion. See, but notice how they blew that one. Right, but that was you, dead. Wouldn't be surprised if we get one of those classic SEC referee uh, apologies after <laughs> now, the game. Or real explanations. <laughs> Illegal motion is they, they do stop General, it, and the other, no, and false I, start they don't. It's the other way around, right? Yeah, I mean, false start shouldn't is, that have been? That's what, uh, that was according to, like, Referee Magazine, yeah, so I'm not, right. it's not, a, it's not exactly. I mean, that should, have, that should have been a sack right there. Well, if two players are going in motion, you, uh, you do blow that dead, don't you? I mean, that's just, you, here's Herrick keeping it himself around right end. Oh, Fun nice. this way. Will he oh, get by a guy? Not. He does. At the 30, 25, 20, the 10. Cuts back against the green at the 5 and run out of bounds at about the 4. What a play there wow. by Jaden Herrick. Great athleticism there. Man, that looked like a disaster. He was able to instead spin out of that and go against the grain for about a 29-yard carry. Yeah, it looked like he was going to be brought down for about a five- or six-yard loss over on the far side. Somehow got away from the grip and had some room to run over here. Good play by the junior quarterback, Jaden Herrick. 7.08 to go here in the third, 20-6. to six. Lake Fenton, but the Cavaliers first and goal. Ball at the five-yard line of Lake Fenton. They go to the wishbone. Here it comes up under center now. Fakes it, throws a pass up to Steinecker. Had him open, but it's incomplete. I like the call. Yeah, we haven't seen enough of that tonight, really. Well, I like the play action, too, because yeah. it looked like it was going to be a power play left, and then Herrick kept himself right. And he had uh, Steinecker, but he's yep. banged up. He's not 100%. Yeah, you look at him walking back to the sugar huddle here, and he's... It was a little high pass. Well, let me ask you this, Jared. Did you, you ran the shotgun most of the time. Did you ever come up under center? Is there yeah, any, no. Is well, it difficult? Is, well, Corona has made the adjustment within the last three or four years. Like I said, normally they follow the Fair State School, where uh -huh. they just have started going shotgun just over the last couple of years. Here is a handoff. Looks like he's in the end zone. Touchdown, Colin Lavery. Takes it in from five. We got ourselves a ball game, folks. Now, Corona's most likely going to go for two here. I would yeah, think. I would think. Especially after the kicking woes. 20 to 12. It is a one-score game, even if they fail here. Now, here's my only problem with the with the swing gate is if, if let's say that the game's on the line, you're down two, you need to get a two-point conversion. Are you calling a swing gate play or are you going to your normal offense? That's the thing. I feel like you're almost always going to go to your normal offense. Right. And that's exactly what they're doing right here. That's what they're going to do. So they're going for the two. They send Cole Miskey out here way out this way. They'll send Steinecker on the other side. Here is Herrick taking the snap. Or is that Scout, Scout Jones, Jones on the snap. Wildcat direct snap? Looked like he got in, but no signal. Yeah, I mean, this is... Yeah, he got it. Jeez, late call. Good call by the coaching staff. Scout Jones takes it in. And the score is 20-14. to 14. Lake Fenton on top. This should be a dandy. Ovid Service Agency and Auto Owners Insurance make a great team, and they're proud to serve Ovid and surrounding communities. Greg, Luke, and Jenny Martin... Thank you for choosing Ovid Service Agency as your local auto owner's independent agent. Ovid Service Agency offers a wide range of policies to fit all your insurance needs. 
Stop in and see them in downtown Ovid or call 989-834-2288. Visit them online at ovidserviceagency.com and like them on Facebook. Ovid Service Agency, a proud supporter of high school sports on Z92.5 The Castle. Well, we've got a, a ball game here, boys. <laughs> About seven minutes left in the quarter, and, yeah, you know, just a couple of miscues. I mean, this has been such an even game all night, even though the score didn't show it. And it's, all, it's, it's broken down to being just a couple of plays here or there. This could have either been a blowout or what it is right now. Well, coming off of that interception on that screen. Yeah. And Lake Fenton has a 30-yard fumble recovery for a touchdown. Here's a kick downfield. Picked up. Lake Fenton guy brings it up to about the 15, dancing around in front of special teams. Great job hustling downfield. Looks like that was number 12, Colin Thompson, down there to bring him down. That was on the return, Kyle Wright, and Brett Riley was also there. So good job by Riley getting downfield. So let's see what Coach Marty Burski can do here. Burski. Dial it up. <laughs> Even though Lake Fenton's leading. Uh, all the momentum, all the momentum is on Crown. It definitely right has shifted to the Cavaliers. See if their defense can keep hitting. There has been some pops going on here tonight. Love to see the plastic popping on the midsection. Here's the quarterback, Shoemaker, trying to run for trouble. He runs right into big number 75, Wyatt Rosser. And again, the Cavaliers were putting pressure on from the corners. Shoemaker had nowhere to go. Good coverage by the Cavaliers secondary. Right now, you're right. They are they are rolling right now with some momentum. Wyatt Rosser, I know he has the nickname Bulldog because he's <laughs> apparently the biggest Fair State football fan in the entire world. Oh, is that right? <laughs> kind of like that. He's built like a little Bulldog, kind of. <laughs> Not little, but low to the ground. Three wide outs That's this way. That's what you want on him. Heck yeah. Shoemaker rolling out, looking downfield. Oh, he's got a guy open but doesn't see him. Passes it back against the green. Has a guy. Cavaliers stay home, though. I don't know if you caught it. Walker Ridgeway was wide open downfield. If Shoemaker could have seen him, he would have been open for a score. Instead, they complete it to, I think it was Colin Wade. The Cavaliers came up and brought him down. Shoemaker running from his life from Nick Steineker right there and just didn't have an opportunity to see that wide open nope. man. Third down and four. Lake Fenton with it from their own 25. Big defensive play here for Corona. Long count trying to draw the Cavaliers offside. This time they're staying home. Now their defensive coach on the sideline wants them to blitz. Press coverage. Here's a pass. <laughs> Intercepted by Scout Jones. He's at the 15, the 10, the 5. Touchdown, Corona. Scout Jones with a huge play. I think that was Scout. Yep. <laughs> Stepped right in front of the receiver. Another series and another interception by Reed Shoemaker. And Jared, you said it a minute ago about momentum. How about the momentum right now? <laughs> Twenty-one un or twenty unanswered. Okay, but here's a big extra point here, though. Yeah. Swinging gate, maybe go for two. I mean, their kicking game isn't a, isn't a hundred percent, but looks like they're going to kick it. And how about Scout Jones, kicker? Yeah. <laughs> so he's got to get his breath back here. Yep. <laughs> Take your time. So Jones, out of the hold of Jaden Herrick, Steinecker will snap it. Good snap. 
It's put down. Kick is up. Looks pretty good from here. Straight on and good. Corona has taken a 21-20 lead here over Lake Fenton right here live on Z92.5. The COVID crisis has made every trip outside your home stressful. That's why it's so important to choose a health care provider that puts patient safety and compassionate care above all else. Memorial Healthcare, the only hospital in mid-Michigan to earn an A for safety and a four-star rating for quality care from national organizations. That's because Memorial Healthcare makes you their number one priority. Memorial's commitment has made them number one in safety and number one in quality care in mid-Michigan. The choice is yours. The choice is clear. The choice is Memorial Healthcare. Applebee Oil and Propane has been your local choice for fuel needs since 1975. And they're proud to serve Shiawassee, Clinton, and Saginaw counties with excellent customer service and over 25 years experience in the petroleum industry. They carry a wide range of farm fuels, soy diesels, premium diesel fuel, NL gas, and 90 octane recreational gas. Excellent for chainsaws, lawnmowers, and all small engines. Shop local with a name you know and trust for fuel. Online at applebyoil.com. Well, the Cavaliers have taken the lead for the first time tonight. They trailed 20 to nothing. 21 unanswered. They'll kick it off. They'll play with a little bit more vim and vigor here with this momentum. Here's the kick down to the 15-yard line. Deep man up to the 20, 25. Breaks a tackle up close to the 30 where he's brought down. So it'll be Lake Fenton setting up down by a point from their own 31-yard line. Nothing better than sitting in the bleachers on a cool Friday night watching your favorite teams battle it out on the gridiron. Aldermans and Lennon and Cub Cadet are another team that loves taking on the competition. Right now, Cub Cadet's complete line of Z-Force and Pro-Z zero-turn mowers are in stock and on sale. These hard-hitting Cub Cadet mowers have the competition on the run with great features and great prices. Aldermans and Lennon, a proud sponsor of Michigan High School Sports. You can find Aldermans on M13 and Lennon and online at aldermans.com. Here's Shoemaker, hands it off. Big running back, cuts up the middle. That's Andrew Heron that time, up close to 40, running really hard. Well, there's some banged-up boys out there right now. It's cold out. It's football weather, though, but, man, they are hitting out there this evening. Looked like that was Porter Zeman shaking up just a little bit on that tackle. Second down and a long yard here. Lake Fenton with it, trailing Corona by a point. Ball carrier Heron again, straight up the middle, has first down yard. He scoots down to about the 44. So it'll be a new set of downs here for the Blue Devils. And now Scott Jones right there. I've been really impressed with both him and Porter Zeman. I mean, Corona's only dedicating six guys to the box. Yeah. Uh, and they basically held the run in check basically all night. It's been a game of breaks and turnovers and momentum shifts. This has been, like you said at the very beginning, it's a rival game, and they're going head-to-head. Here again is Heron getting the call, runs right into Porter Zeman once again. He wraps him up, but again, a hard run by Heron. They're all of a sudden going to their bread-and-butter running back here, trying to stop the bleeding just a little bit. Yeah, they've been pretty effective at uh, blocking up that wound. I mean, he's averaging yes. about five yards a carrier on this drive. It's allowing the junior quarterback, Shoemaker, to kind of regain, mm -hmm. regain his composure after throwing that 30-yard pick. 
So the junior quarterback out of the shotgun once again, two wideouts this way. Oh, we had a little mo movement, but no call. Running back gets around the right end temporarily. That was Mason Skiner into the backfield with the carry. Takes it to midfield. Yeah, good job by Zane Rosser of slowing him down just enough for everybody else to catch up. Turn that into only a small gain. Again, that's Scout Jones coming up in on that tackle for Corona. Third down and five. Ball right at the 50-yard line. Lake Fenton with it. They trail Corona 21 to 20. None of the fans are leaving this one. Out of the shotgun again, Reed Shoemaker takes the snap, fakes it, play action, pass out this way, hauled in, nice diving catch by number eight, Colin Wade, should be enough for a Blue Devil first down. That's a big first, huge first, just in terms of field position as well. Yeah, gives them another set of downs, and again, the longer they keep playing off on offense, gives them a little bit more of that confidence back. Corona took over control this game to start the second half. Back-to-back -to -back touchdowns, and they scored with five minutes to go in the second quarter. So Corona now scored the last three touchdowns after Lake Fenton rattled off three to start the game. Snap. Shoemaker hands it off to his running back this time. Heron running real hard. Or is that? No, no that's Skiner yeah. again. Heron looks a little bit uh, banged up on the sideline over there, but okay. it looks like this guy just taking the keys and running with him. Yeah, Mason Skiner, who uh, has been playing a lot defensively, getting the ball now here offensively. It's nice when you can move in interchangeable running backs. Now Porter Zeman's out for Corona. Yeah. Second down and a long yard. Coming up here for Lake Fenton. Second and one from the 36-yard line of Corona. Skiner again gets the call. Running hard, breaks a couple tackles. Has first down yardage across the 30, inside the 25. All of a sudden, the fresh legs of Mason Skiner paying off. You're hearing all this action tonight live on Z92.5 and WJSZ Ashley Owasso. It's 9 o'clock hour on this Friday night. Skyner's got a nice first step, doesn't he? He does. Yeah. So, again, Lake Fenton trying to get some of that momentum back, and they are driving on the Cavaliers. First and 10. They have it at the Corona 24-yard line. Corona leads it 21-20. It's a Donnybrook over here at Corona right now. And Skyner again, why not? Feed the kid all he can eat. He could have some of our leftover pizza. <laughs> he can't do that. You're taking yeah, that home. Yeah, we're yeah, we're locking saying. the press box. He ain't getting up here. Yeah, I was going to say, you guys, uh, <laughs> make sure to do a number on the pizza. Still haven't had a slice yet. I think there's less than half left. Yeah, you're laying out. You're laying off that, aren't you? <laughs> For now. <laughs> but Skyner on his knees right now in the no huddle. I mean, he's carried the ball about five or six straight times. Yeah, yeah. Probably wondering where Heron's at. <laughs> well, Skyner's staying in there. He's lined up to the left this now. Is where fumbles happen, though. When you get tired, yep. well, they give it to him again, trying to get around the corner. This time the Corona Cavaliers read it well. Jacob Lloyd hauls him down. He was getting pressured first by one of the linebackers. I think that was Scout Jones coming up to turn him inside. Yeah, Aiden Buckley making the initial contact on that right there. And, you know, you could see it right there how tired he was. He wasn't able to get around that corner. Well, I guess he's had his fill. No dessert now. <laughs> no, yeah. Maybe he can't quite eat as much as we thought. <laughs> yeah, and now he's down on the on the sideline over there. Hopefully it's just he's a little bit of tired. It's yeah. not an injury. So, Shoemaker, third down and about five. Sends a man in motion away from us. 
kind of fakes like he carries the ball. Now he'll set over on the far side. They got three receivers over there. You got Colin Wade over here. They're now they're just going to milk the clock down and it looks like going to call timeout. They were trying to draw the Cavaliers off sides, it looked like. Corona didn't bite that one. Or, and that sends us to the end of the third quarter. No timeout. Ends the third quarter. So we should have a wild fourth one coming for you wherever you're listening to us tonight. After three, 21-20. Corona leads it over Lake Fenton. If your car becomes a victim of a deer collision, KP Auto Body in St. John's will get you back on the road fast. They can handle foreign or domestic models and work with their certified technicians can handle complete paint and glasswork, auto framework, and complete mechanical repairs. Plus, they'll give you a free loaner with service. They work with Hetler's Towing, so you get 24-7 dependable service. KP Auto Body and Hetler's Towing are proud sponsors of high school sports on Z92.5 The Castle. Love of the game draws us to sports as players, coaches, spectators, and officials. For officials, it's a way to stay in the game they once played, to feel the thrill of putting on the uniform, stepping onto the playing surface, hustling to make the call, and building the relationships which can only be built in sports. If you still have that love for the game, we always need new officials. Re Register now at MHSAA.com. A message from the Michigan High School Athletic Association, promoting the value and values of educational athletics. That was Bart Matthews. I'm also here with Jared Fattel. I'm Ted, the sports guy here on Z92.5. And, boys, this is going to be a fun fourth quarter. It really is. I mean, talk about a tale of two halves uh, yeah. thus far. Really a tale of the first quarter and then pretty much since then, Corona has kind of taken control of the game. Yeah. You know, this, this is great because we've had a couple of competitive games. Last week we had a blowout. It's the first time we've actually had fourth quarter that matters this season. This is awesome. Right. Well, here's the ball carrier. Maybe fumbled it. Trona has it! The ball carrier coughed it up. That was Mason Skiner. Maybe fatigue a little bit. We were talking about that just about, what, two plays ago? Yeah. But he coughs it up, and Corona recovers the fumble here as we start the fourth quarter. I, I'd like to take credit for it, but I believe that was Heron, actually. <laughs> First play back in after injury. So. Was that Heron? Yes. I thought it was number five carrying it. You sure about oh. that? <laughs> you He's are. got new glasses. You're correct. That yeah. is Skyner. Was it Skyner? Yeah, it was Skyner. Oh, Skyner. That time okay. I could actually see it. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I'm used to just second-guessing uh, you, I guess. Yeah, you're used to that. So it's Corona with the ball. And how about this Cavalier defense? I mean, they got burned hard coming off of that turnover on downs at the beginning of the game. Uh, since then, they've just played stout. And, you know, how many takeaways have they had now? Is that their third or their fourth? Yeah. And they're, they're playing with some confidence. Here's Herrick, a pitch in the backfield. The running back coming, trying to get around the right end, takes a hit out of bounds. That was Colin Lavery. So no gain that time on the sweep around the right end. Corona with a one-point lead. We're just starting the fourth quarter here from Nick and East Stadium. Nice crowd on hand here tonight. I know we've got a lot of listeners tonight on the radio and also on NFHS video. Glad you tuned into this one tonight. It's nice when we have a good, tight, hard-fought game late in the game, too. It keeps my interest. <laughs> Here is the... I, where is it? The fullback dive. And I just don't understand. Whoa. Oh, jeez. Where's the referees here? We're having some extracurriculars. 
Yeah, but that play went nowhere for sure. Yeah, and the, the play goes nowhere. And number uh, 57, Zachary Hemsel. Yeah. Uh, looks like he just kind of cleaned off the uh, the pile a little bit with a forearm and no call. Kind of a late hit, but yeah, the referees let it go. I just don't like how they keep bringing the wishbone on I me. Mean, what is it, maybe 10 carries for 10 yards total tonight? It and it's it's such a telegraph, like, oh, we, we're going to run the clock out. You know, we're going to grind it out. Now they're in a third long, and now it just might flip the field right back to Lake Fenton. Well, I tend to agree with you. Why, why, uh, why mess with something that's been working pretty well? And they go back away from it now. They'll spread it back out. This is really the Cavaliers' bread and butter offense. Herrick. Out of the shotgun, looking downfield, throws it up in the air to Steinecker. Double team, nearly picked off. The Blue Devils, a tremendous job of coverage that time, especially Cam Wright, one of the famous Wright brothers. <laughs> <laughs> well, after last week, I mean, I think Steinecker is going to be drawing double teams the rest of the season. Yeah. And, uh, you know, Herrick threw that into double coverage. Only hoping that, uh, you know, maybe his height was going to keep anybody else from touching it, but it was batted away right there. So we got fourth down now and ten. So that series, Cavaliers could have driven downfield and maybe put it away, but now Lake Fenton uh -oh. has an opportunity. No rush whatsoever. Oh, man, that was almost a disaster, a huh? Short putting. Short punt, again. takes a Cavalier roll at the 40. It's going <laughs> to go out of bounds right around the 46-yard line. So Lake Fenton will have the ball in good shape, but Corona still hanging on to a one-point lead, 21-20. Cadwalder, Lord Hahn, your local full-service auto owner's insurance agent. Call 725-7134. Save by insuring your home, business, lifeboat, or car with no problem auto owner's insurance agent, CLH Insurance. 200 West Exchange in Owasso. Call 725-7134. Or visit them online at clh-insurance.com. CLH Insurance, a proud sponsor of high school sports on Z92.5 The Castle. Wishes all area high school athletes good luck this season. Well, Mason Skiner back in the backfield now. He coughed it up a moment ago, but no harm done. Shoemaker takes a snap out of the gun. Looking downfield, throws one down the far sideline. It's up. Stepped in front. Credit has it. At the 35, the 40, the DB, that is Sosha, Sosha down the far sideline. The big return, and the Cavalier defense does it again. Great job by Sosha stepping in front of the receiver, and now Corona has it inside the 25-yard line. Yeah, Reed Shoemaker is third interception tonight. This actually reminds me a lot of my, our game versus Lake Fenton in 2015 for Corona, where I think there was nine total turnovers, and the winning team had five. We had five. We ended up winning the game. Wow. So reminiscent of that a little was bit. Was that right here also? That was at, at Lake Fenton. Actually. At Lake Regular Fenton. season. Yep. Well, we got ourselves a heck of a game here, ladies and gentlemen. 10-19 to go here in the fourth quarter. Corona on top, 21-20. Here it gets the play call from the sideline brought in by Scout Jones. Jones will line up to the right of Herrick. We got Jeremiah Davis way out here this way. Krona going left to right. Herrick throws a speed over the middle to Steinecker. Steinecker at the 15, the 10, the 5. Touchdown, Krona. We were calling for it earlier, and we got it finally. Uh, we've been calling for it all night. And, yeah, they're finally that combination is paying some dividends here coming Right off of that turnover. And Kyle Robinson's loving it. Just absolutely loving it. Dialing it up right now. A couple fist pounds. And he did a belly bump with Jaden Eric's quarterback. 
great. He's still going. He's loving this. Great call and great <laughs> execution by the Cavs. All important PAT coming up now here. Jones will attempt to kick out of the hair cold. It's down. The kick is up. Just, wow. just over the upright. So Corona takes an eight-point lead, 28-20 over Lake Fenton. But this is far from over. Cavalier defense has just been stout all this entire second half. Hey, your number one St. John's Red Wings fans, Auto Owners Insurance and Alibi and Brubaker Insurance Agency, it's a winning combination. They'll work with you to insure your home, auto, business, and life to keep everything you value safe, sound, secure. Auto Owners Insurance, the no-problem people. Visit them in St. John's and East Lansing or online at abins.com. Allaby and Brubaker Insurance, your local independent auto owner's agent and a proud supporter of high school sports on Z92.5 The Castle. Let's, let's put, let, take off your uh, metaphorical radio broadcaster headset and put on your coaching headset. Do you agree with the decision to kick the field goal there and go up eight instead of maybe trying to go for two and making it a two-score game? Yeah, that's, I was thinking about it. I should have said something about it before the kick, but that's a good point. It's tough to say, but I, th I think right now it, at least it went through. Yeah. You're making them go for the two-pointer, you know, if they score. It's hard to argue it, but I could see that other side of the coin going for two and making it a two-score game for sure. Here is the kick. Nice boot to the far sideline. Caught at about the five. Brought up to the 10, 15-yard line. Up to the 20 and across the 20 to actually about the 33-yard line. Pretty good return there by the deep man for Lake Fenton. So let's see what the Blue Devils can do here offensively. Corona really has taken the momentum away. And Corona leads at 28-20, to 10.05 to go in this one. They're lined up on Kingsley Street watching. We got a big radio audience tonight and also a lot of people watching it on the NFHS feed. If you want to hear some great music, keep it to Z92.5. What are they going to play? They're going to play what you want to hear, right? <laughs> no. Great music. I, I forget what they're I usually say. They're going to play that great music you're accustomed to on that's, a regular basis. That's it. Here's Dominic yeah. bringing down the ball carrier <laughs> this time. Playing what you want to hear. That was about that was old, uh, 14 it? years ago. <laughs> so the quarterback Shoemaker brought down for, or was that Tyner on the carry? Steinecker with a big defensive play either way. Time to regroup. <laughs> Second down and 10. Can you tell Jared I still have fun with this stuff? How can you not have fun, right? Yep. We got the best seat in the house. Second, and we got a heck of a ball game here. Lake Fenton and Corona. Shoemaker back to throw. Throw oh, the far sideline. He's got a guy. got a guy open. Breaks a tackle at midfield at the 40 down the far sideline. Finally shoved down. Big strike pass that time. Well, you want to talk about some guts. I mean, he got leveled by Steinecker. Just stood tall. Able to throw that one at a huge gain. But, man, he got Rush. John Grigg, number 88. He's had a couple big catches here tonight. I'm more impressed with the fact, I mean, he's had three interceptions uh, all in the second half, and he's still, still out here flinging just it. flinging it. Yeah. And that's a hell of a heck of a ball. That was right on the money. So first and 10, Lake Fenton. Ball to 21 of Corona. 
Here is Skiner again. Not much there. Maybe lost a couple yards. Wyatt Rosser was there. Scout Jones there. Heck of a game here on this uh, October evening in Michigan. Fans are really enjoying this one. I know the broadcasters are. Second down, and we'll call it about 11. Three wideouts here this way. Shoemaker rolls to his left. Looking for somebody. We've got a holding. Oh, big time flag. Pass up in the end zone. It's wow. caught, but it's coming back. <laughs> That was hauled in by Ryan Moraney. Good throw again by Shoemaker. Nick Steiniger shut about three different blockers on that one. Yeah, but there, there was a blatant hold right down in front of us. So that one's coming back. A couple Lake Fenton players didn't realize it, that, hey, it's not a touchdown, fellas. There's nothing more frustrating than if you're the guy that catches the touchdown pass and, oh, I, and a diving grab, then you turn around and see there's a flag on the play. No kidding. So a Cavaliers get a big break there, and that was a no doubt about it. I don't even think Jim Joyce could have missed that one. <laughs> <laughs> How about that for a baseball that's, reference? That's pretty darn good. <laughs> it's not the only baseball game I've ever watched. Well, that sends the ball all the way back to the 30. 37-yard line, so Lake Fenton will have it second down and real long. Second about 26. Probably more fitting would have been a referee uh, reference, but that's okay. <laughs> Here's the shoemaker throwing a pass oh. up. Oh, oh really intercepted man. by one of the linemen. Yeah, Jacob Lloyd got his hand on that one. But maybe uh, the NFL replacement refs. Remember that from like six, seven, eight years ago? Who? The NFL replacement refs. Oh, the replacement refs, <laughs> yeah. It was a lot of them, not just oh, the like Golden Tate play. Who, who yep. was the ref that was a real muscular guy that always signaled first down with the left hand? What was his name? Hockill. Ed Hockill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There we go. Yeah. Let's go with Ed Hockill. But I think he's a good coach. Or a good referee. Oh, that's, that's true. Yeah, that's he's true. pretty good. Well, yeah, usually the bad refs, you don't know their names. They, they clear them out pretty quick. My shoemaker is getting banged up tonight. Yeah. He got roughed up on that play right there, too. Big third down play Almost coming up here. Almost another pick. Crono wants to pin their ears back. Shoemaker rolls to his right, throws a pass out complete. The receiver that time is going to be brought down. That is Colin Wade. But at least it sets up a manageable fourth down play. Fourth and what will be about probably 13, 14 yards. Definitely got to go for it here. Now, if I'm Corona, I'm dropping just about everybody into coverage and just letting Nick Steinecker see if he can bring some pressure. Keep him in front of you. Steinecker is putting some pressure on. They throw back against the green to the end zone. Oh, almost picked again. Yeah. So incomplete. Of course, you wouldn't want to pick that. Yeah, almost no. better. So it's turned over on downs, and Corona will get it back, so stay with us. Cavaliers lead at 28-20 with 7.53 to go in this one. Victory Heating and Cooling, serving all of Michigan, is proud to feature train heating and cooling products. As the right system for your home, Victory Heating and Cooling has Michigan's best HVAC installers and service crews in the business and would love and appreciate the opportunity to serve you and your home. Victory Heating and Cooling, featuring train products, the best team with the best products for your home. Visit VictoryHeatingandCooling.com or call 989-224-7171. 
I just got a message uh, on Twitter from uh, codename Mike Wazowski. He says that Robinson is turning into the next coming of Coach Harkema with these screenplays. Ah, right. with the screen. I like it. Well, here's Herrick taking uh, the ball himself out of the shotgun, running around the left, and got about uh, three or four at that time before he's brought down by Forrester and Zach Hemsall. Also, Josh Wright again in on another tackle. Well, if you're crowning right now, you definitely don't want to be too conservative. You want to just run your offense as normal. Yep. You don't want to go into a wishbone. <laughs> no, we've, we've established that. <laughs> you know, not to pat ourselves in the back here, but this, uh, with the cold weather, the glass in front of us has become awfully fogged. Hard to see out of. Oh, boy. That's, it's, it's difficult, I know, especially with the light on. Oh, is, does that help? I just realized that I turned the light back on moments ago. I didn't realize that. I thought it was because you couldn't see. I wasn't sure. <laughs> Here's a handoff. The Cavalier ball carrier running hard. Has first down yardage. Hanging on to that ball. Scout Jones. He's had himself a heck of a game. Keep in mind, we will be naming a player of the game, and I'm not sure what we're going to come up with. Yeah, Jones is so far a definite candidate. Uh, touchdown on the ground, a pick six. Yeah. He's been... He's been uh, Definite com, uh, contributor on both sides of the ball. I think you almost had to look at both the linebacker core of uh, Porter Zeman and Scout Jones, and they're both running backs. They've kind of yeah. double duty tonight. Absolutely. So Corona will send uh, Cole Miskey way out on the far side. 28-20, they lead it. Six and a half to go. Herrick puts it in the midsection of Porter Zeman. He's running hard. Offensive line opening up a nice hole and another Cavalier first down. You know, they talk about it so much in college and in the pros. When you have a closeout situation at the end of the game, they call it the four-minute offense. Well, you know, we're at about 624. Same kind of scenario here. You want to run the ball. You want to use clock and keep moving the chains. And the Cavaliers are doing that right now. First and 10. They have it in Lake Fenton territory at the 49-yard line. Cavs up by eight. They'll send Jeremiah Davis over here. Krona going left to right, wearing the black uniforms. Herrick, he'll keep it himself, trying to get around the right end. Gets a block, but not a good enough block as he gains a yard or so. Lake Fenton did a real nice job stringing that one out. Boy, I'll tell you what, defensive player of the day for Lake Fenton's got to be number 32, Josh Wright. He's just having He's been all over the, the place, and I don't know if it's... If Josh Wright has just been all over the place, or we just keep saying Wright and then <laughs> giving him the credit, yeah. you know? He's, he's definitely been around the ball a lot. Yeah, and the thing has. that's impressive is that you, he's pretty small, and that's because yeah. he's a sophomore. So just imagine what he's going to look like in two years when his body fills out. Yeah, he's got some serious potential. Clearly has a nose for the ball. Second down. Cavaliers with a Herrick. Play action. Has time. Trying to screen again. to the right. Sets a screen pass out. Complete. Porter Zeman puts the head down. <laughs> oh, oh, we got penalty flags. They're going to call a helmet hit on uh, Zeman, perhaps? I'm want, But where the flags are thrown, it almost looks like it was like five, ten yards behind where it was. So I'm yeah. thinking maybe a hold? I don't know. But I, I think this one's coming back against the Cavs. Referee getting the signal here coming to the press box. Some hard-nosed running after the catch, you know, and it's yeah. a shame when something like that gets called. Illegal use of the hand. So we'll see in high school football it's from where the foul occurs. So let's see where they end up putting the ball down. Five minutes and 12 seconds to go. Corona up by eight. I mean, they're right where they want Lake Fenton right now. You know, they're relying on their defense. If they have to give the ball up, the defense is really 
come up big here in this second half, and you do have the eight-point lead. But they do not want to give it yeah. back to Lake Penn for sure. Wow, where are they putting this ball down? What? I don't believe it's from the. It's got. It's got to be from that one. Looks the like from line the line of scrimmage. scrimmage. Yeah. But they had they had called an illegal use of the hands and a dead ball. Not quite sure what the call is. Either way, it's going back all the way to the, about the 39-yard line of Corona. Did they lose a down, too? Yeah, that's huge. <laughs> Loss of down, third down. So, yeah, that is huge. Kyle Robinson wants an explanation, I think. These are the moments where you wish you were on watching it on TV so the refs have to be mic'd up. Or have Jared. Or at least at Haslin High School. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> it would be nice. If I, I like how Corona decided to go five wide here with Nick Steinecker in the slot. Just one-on-one coverage and just send him on a fade route. We'll see what can happen. Fade route or you know, crossing route. All right, they didn't take the down away. Good job by the coaching staff to get it straightened out. I was confused. That didn't make any sense to me. So second down and long. So Cavaliers have a little life here to keep the drive going. Second and 25. Man, you got to like the Nick Steinecker matchup here. Press coverage right underneath in the slot. Yeah. No help over top. So you're thinking fade? <laughs> I mean, how do you, whenever you see that, how do you not go right to him? Well, Off. go cross, right? And yeah. Send him down the sideline. But he's going to oh. go in motion the other way instead. They fake it to him, and then Herrick just pays the price. Wow. That fooled nobody, especially number 57, Zach Hemsall. Man, there was definitely a mix-up on the offensive line that time. One of our not-so-favorite lookout blocks. <laughs> 4.20 to go. The clock is moving. Well, I'm thinking is what happens there is when they send a the guy in motion, it looks like Lake Fenton just automatically blitzes from the backside and just no one came to block right, him. Right, nobody was there. Both teams with all three of their allotted timeouts. Yeah, and I don't understand why they did that. I mean, it looked like a perfect opportunity. Well, we'll see what happens here. Steinecker lined up here on the near side. Single coverage. They'll hand it off instead. Porter Zeman up the middle. So Cavaliers decide to play it a little bit safe. Use a little bit of the clock here. And uh, we got a timeout. Yeah. Lake Fenton calls their first timeout. 3.47 to go on the clock. Corona leads it 28 to 20 the Cavaliers will be punting here and they've struggled a little bit see what happens after this Tony Young and the entire Young family salute all mid-Michigan area athletes at Young Chevrolet Cadillac and Young Buick GMC they teamwork to be successful so from the Young team to your team have a great season Young Chevrolet Cadillac and Young Buick GMC on M21 in Owasso invite you to drive a little and save a lot Visit them online at youngautosales.com. Young Chevrolet Cadillac and Young Buick GMC. Proud supporters of high school sports on Z92.5 The Castle. Well, this is a heck of a game, boys. Now, the thing I'm worried about if I'm Corona, you got to be max protect on this punt because I'm sure Lake Benton is going to bring the house, especially with a timeout right before the right. punt. You know they're talking about it over yeah, there. They're setting up their block team for sure. Corona wants to definitely tighten it up. 
You might even, if you're the punter, you might only shorten it up maybe a step and the get the one, ball and just kick it. The one thing I'm worried about from Corona as well is that every single punt has been fairly short tonight. Yes, it has. It hasn't been a great punting effort uh, right. for Corona either. Well, we'll see if uh, Zane Rosser could come up big right now. He's standing at about his own 26-yard line. Looks like Kyle Wright deep for Lake Fenton. He's standing at his own 35. So Lake Fenton will get another opportunity here. Corona's got some pretty wide splits there on that line. Rosser gets a good snap. Gets it off just in time and a decent punt. Wright wants a fair catch and he calls it at the 35-yard line. So here we go. Down the stretch we had 339 to go in this one. Corona leads it by eight. Hub Tire's there for you with the best service for all your tire and suspension needs. They've been taking care of your automotive needs for decades. Priding themselves on honesty and the best service around. Hub Tire can handle anything from a Chevy Cobalt to a motorhome, including semis and farm service. Open Monday through Friday, 830 to 5. Call 989-224-3218. Stop in on Business 27 North of M21 in St. John's. Or visit HubTires.com. Shoemaker keeps it himself. Throws up swing pass out on the right side. The ball, about a five or six yard gain, but the clock will continue to run. See, but I don't think the clock's going to be too much of an issue uh, for Lake Fenton. They already have a short field. They're used to the no huddle offense. Uh, it's That's four true. minute offense. I really don't think it's going to play an issue here. Now, if you're Corona, though, you do want to just keep things yeah. in front of you. You know, you don't want to play true prevent defense, but just keep keep the plays in front of you. And if you're on the line, you want to put pressure on the quarterback. Steinecker trying to come around the right end. They do a good job there. And almost intercepted. Nobody for Lake Fenton anywhere near that ball. Looked like uh, Porter Zeman had a shot at it. Number four in there. Uh, Hunter McCarkle almost had it, too. So it does stop the clock with a 3.05 to go. Corona up 28-20. Third down and four. A long four. Ball at the 42-yard line of Lake Fenton. They'll send three wideouts over here on the near side. They're trying to knock it into that I, north end zone. I'm surprised they haven't ran a bubble screen or something toward this, the three wide receiver side. Well, let's keep an eye here. Maybe this is the time. Shoemaker back to throw. Getting pressured, and he is pulled down. Big number 75. Wyatt Rossers had a nice game in the interior line. The Bulldog. And that brings up fourth down, do or die time here for Lake Fenton. Fourth and six, the ball at their own 40. They do have a couple timeouts left. Do you burn one here? I guess not. Shoemaker takes a snap. Steiner can put pressure on, has him in his grasp, brings him down. Money player comes up big when it's time to cash in. And Steinecker, big sack right there. I think he might have done the Conor McGregor uh, walk after that sack as well. <laughs> so the clock is stopped with two minutes and 30 seconds to go. Corona has an opportunity right now to close it out. Couple first downs should do it. Easier and, said than done. And kudos to the Corona defensive line. A couple of sacks there. You know, not bringing the house by any means. 
you know, dropping everybody back to cover. Yep. Four or five guys able to do that job every time. You know, and they've got a pretty good assortment of defensive linemen and uh, secondary players to do that. They go to the wishbone. They're going to keep it on the ground, hold both hands on the ball. Stay in bounds, young man. He does. Scout Jones around the right end. Lake Fenton calls their second timeout. Two minutes and 20 seconds to go. Boy, what a turnaround after Lake Fenton rolled off three first half touchdowns in a row. The, the third one coming with just five seconds into the second quarter, but Corona's dominated from that now, point. Now, what's the famous Corona came back from St. John's by what, 28? Was that what that 28 comeback? Nothing okay. in the so this quarter. isn't quite a record-setting uh, comeback. Kind of has pretty that. Pretty dang close. Kind of has that feel, though, Jared. It does. I mean, let's face it. It looked like Lake Fenton was yeah. maybe going to roll the Cavaliers. you got to give a lot of credit to the kids, the Seriously. coaching staff. I mean, you know. Yeah, this had blowout written all over it right in the first quarter. It did. I mean, they. You know, and a botched punt flips it all around. Yeah. Right. This game is probably one of the more entertaining games I've had a chance to broadcast in a number of years. This has had a lot of good stuff going on. And, Bart, we've talked about it many times, all the blowouts we've had to put up with. But yeah. This has, been, this has been high school football that we love to see. Yeah, I mean, we're it, it just, two minutes away from the end of the game, and it's still competitive. I mean, this is awesome. You don't see this. Uh, well, we don't see this hardly ever. <laughs> right. Of course, Jared and I, Cavalier graduates, it, it feels a little bit different, too. It's good to see from our point of view. Here uh -oh. is a handoff, and it's Zeman. We had a late flag. I didn't even see anything when they threw the flag. We're going to get a flag, and this one's probably coming back. They're telling the chain gang, stay where you're at. Porter Zeman with a, just a great run, but maybe it was too good a block up there by Corona. Holding going to go against the Cavaliers. And notice one of the refs has the pink hanky for uh, Breast Cancer Awareness Month. Two minutes and 13 seconds to go in this one. Clock is stopped. Corona up by eight. That's a big penalty because, now, if, correct me if I'm wrong, the clock is now stopped. It's basically a timeout for Lake Fenton as well. Absolutely. We have a dead ball right now. So it'll be second down and about uh, 13 to go. They'll start the clock back up right now, though. So, <laughs> free down. It's almost like uh, you kind of almost want that as a yeah, you get, a free thirty seconds to run off the clock. You get an extra down, but the one thing though that they would have rather had the play because it was a first yeah, down for sure and deeper downfield. <laughs> Silver linings. <laughs> but if Crona hangs on to the ball here, they're going to be in pretty good position to put this one away. Lake Fenton will have to call their final timeout after this play, more than likely. Wishbone formation, both ends are tight. Herrick takes a snap, hands it off. This time it's Scout Jones putting the head down, takes it to about the 35-yard line. He's brought down there, and Lake Fenton forced to burn their final T.O., so it'll bring up third down. And I think we would probably all agree, wouldn't we? Even if Corona gets a short gain here, you'd just go for it on fourth down, right? Oh, yeah. Just use more clock. So we got a timeout on the field, 28-20. Corona on top of Lake Fenton, a minute 39 to go. Been a real entertaining game here from Nick and East Stadium in Corona. Final, Morris downs Kingston, 57 to nothing. I got a feeling we might be broadcasting a little eight-man football here as we go deeper into the season, Bart. And not a bad idea. It's a lot of fun. As long as we don't have to go to Marquette. 
Actually, I'd, I'd take that. I wouldn't mind going to Marquette. I, I, I like the Uper Dome a lot. Oh, we have a lot of fun when we go that up there. That place was amazing when we went up there. Got right. to see some wolves out on U.S. too. Yeah. That was cool. See yourself, so I might, I might take that week off. <laughs> yeah, I'll hold on to that paycheck. <laughs> All right, third down, about 13. Corona with the ball. They have it at the 36-yard line of Lake Fenton. If you're the Blue Devils, you're trying to rip that ball out. Obviously, if you're Corona, you're hanging on for dear life. Herrick under center, the bone. Quick pitch in the backfield. The ball carrier cuts up field. Tuck it away. Finally brought down. Didn't gain any yardage. Maybe lost a yard or two. Or yard or two. I think that was Scout Jones on the carry. But the clock will continue to run. Now, were you guys coached up like this, Jared? Okay, if Corona, now looking at fourth down, you watch the back judge when they start the five count and maybe call timeout right when he gets down to one? Yeah, I mean, I think it's just basically a coach's preference. That's I would guess that's what uh, Coach Kyle Robinson's going to do here. I would but it looks like they're so. keeping, I'm guessing that's why they're keeping the offense out. Yeah, I would go for it on fourth down, but I would, I would call a Cavalier timeout when you're down to, like, Kyle should call timeout, like, right now. Or they're just going to take a five-yard penalty? That actually, yeah, so they can might be able to punt it. Yep. Oh, boy, that's dangerous. I would not even you think, don't think about punt. punting right no. now. No. I wouldn't I, either. You no, know, I wouldn't have taken that penalty. I'd have taken a timeout yep. and, you know, try and get And run another play. Yeah. To run another play, I would not want to punt right here. I've seen too many yeah. weird things happen tonight as far as the punting game on both sides. I would not risk a punt. Well, they're going to, and we'll see what happens. Fourth down and 18 at the 41. You need the good snap and to get the ball off. Good snap. Kick it. He kicks it. It's not much of a punt. Could have run it. It takes a little bit of a Cavalier roll, and it's going to be Lake Fenton with the ball at the 30. So, I mean, it would have got maybe not worth a stress. Yeah. <laughs> maybe not worth the stress. You burned off a little bit more time than you would have, but that, yeah. <laughs> You're right, not worth the stress. <laughs> that was not. <laughs> well, maybe it was like waste a lot of time. <laughs> what about 100 yards in the air? <laughs> they, they did waste some time on that for sure. <laughs> That's true. Clock oyster. 39 seconds to go. Your Corona's defensive backs, man. Go back even five five more yards. <laughs> Let's see what Lake Fenton can come up with here. The Nick Steiniger just looking at his chops right he now. Yes, he gets a push block. Shoemaker throws a pass out at the sideline, and that's going to hurt yep. Lake Fenton. The clock's going to continue to run. They can't stop the clock. It's better off they dropping need to clock that one. It, don't they? Yeah, they do. Oh. Nice play by nine. It was an excellent play by number nine. He came running to the backfield and just stopped facing. <laughs> the south goal, and they're going to the north. So it does stop the clock with 24 seconds to go. Corona up eight. Lake Fenton with the ball. They still have life, but they need a miracle. Three wideouts over here this way. Steinecker lined up at the right defensive end. You know he's coming. Here he comes. They're blocking him. Shoemaker throws it. Oh. Steinecker hit him right when he released it. It's incomplete. Uh, that's the second or third time tonight. It seems like when Steinecker does that, it, it looks like it hurts the quarterback more than when he actually sacks him. He got 
pound it into the turf on Here, that one. Yeah. Here's, here's what I don't understand. Why don't? Why are they not leaving a running back in to block his backside? Yeah. I mean, they're sending five guys out for routes every single time. I mean, it's high school football. It's not like this guy is Russell Wilson, you know, <laughs> dissecting the defense. Leave a guy in the block. Right. Steinecker's playing like Lawrence Taylor. I mean, that was, we were fortunate in that time as a play-by-play guy. I don't usually get a chance to zero in on the defensive end, but it was right down in front of us, and he just had a clear shot. They had no hope. Uh, he is just abusing Carter Forrester tonight. So fourth down and five. 28-20 Corona. This is the ball game. Three wide outs here this side. Why five wide? Shoemaker launches one down the middle of the field. That's man open. He catches it. He's finally hauled down at the 42, but it temporarily stops the clock. They should have a shot to the end zone, though. Oh, they could also clock it right here. That's what they need to do. So they line up and clock it. Tremendous job by Lake Fenton lining up and putting the ball down. They didn't even use any time. <laughs> Not sure if that's well, possible. They, they never even had the, they didn't have the chain set. <laughs> So that's why now they clock it again. <laughs> Chain gang was kind of, kind of lollygagging. Now, if I'm like Fenton, I think you just got to no give two shots to the here. end zone. Yeah. I, don't, I don't try to do any sort of, you know, go for 20 yards, just two shots to the end zone. Well, what Let's about a hook and ladder? I don't hate that idea either. That's not a bad play in this situation. Corona DBs will come up quickly to try and bring them down. 10.5 seconds to go. If you're the Cavaliers, you just can't let them get behind you. Two wideouts each way. Here they come. Steinecker putting some pressure. He's getting some other pressure. Pass goes up. It's caught, that's but the last it's short of the first it. down. It's short, so they're going to run out of time. It's over. The Cavaliers, a stunning 28-20 victory over Lake Fenton right here on the Sportsnet Michigan Network and Z92.5. What a victory for the Cavaliers. And we'll tell you all about it right after this, back at the studios. Hey, sports fans, it's a great day at Sports Scene. Pick up a copy of our newest magazine at your local high school sporting event or at a retail outlet near you. Great stories on your favorite high school and student athletes. Looking for sports photos? Sports Scene has them. We are at the games. Check us out at highschoolsportsscene.com. See thousands of photos and stories at HighSchoolSportsScene.com. Keeping our high schools and student-athletes in the news. Z92.5 The Castle is a proud supporter of high school sports and sports scene. Well, the final's in the books. Corona with a tremendous comeback, a gutty performance as they pick up the 28-20 win here over Lake Fenton. It looked like Lake Fenton was going to run away with it early on. In the first quarter with 9.08 to go, a 35-yard run by Andrew Heron got him on the board. The PAT by Ashton Hunter made it 7-0. Then uh, Jaden Herrick went back to pass, got real pressure, kind of lost the handle on the ball and fumbled it, and it was Mason Skiner taking it in from 30 yards out on the fumble recovery. The PAT made it 14-0. Lake Fenton then threatening to roll this game. First play in the second quarter, 15-yard pass from the quarterback, Reed Shoemaker, to John Grigg. The PAT, though, was blocked, but Corona was trailing 20 to nothing. And then from that point on, the Cavaliers just dominated. First, with 5.03 to go in the second quarter, Scout Jones took it in from two yards out. PAT was blocked. 
But then the third quarter started. Lake Fenton had the ball to start. The Cavaliers held them, got the ball back. And with seven minutes to go in the third, Colin Lavery took it in from five yards out. The two-point run was good by Scout Jones. And Corona trailed 20-14. to 14. Then, really, the big play of the game came with 5.17 to go in the third when Scout Jones stepped in front of a Shoemaker pass, took it in from 25 yards out, and the uh, PAT was good by Jones after he regrouped and got his breath. Corona took a 21-20 lead and never gave it up. And then they finally closed it out with a tremendous call from upstairs, 24-yard screen pass from Jaden Herrick to Big Nick Steinecker and the PAT by Jones made it 28-20. The Cavaliers pick up the victory. How about stats, Bart? You got anything you were able to tally up? Well, the, you know, one more time, it's one of those games where I wish we could keep track of time of possession because that was a huge factor tonight. But uh, big stat tonight is uh, Scout Jones, 67 yards on the ground. And a touchdown plus a pick six. I'm going to call him your player of the game tonight. Uh, there's some other great co uh, contributors as well. Uh, Porter Zeman was definitely a factor on defense. And uh, Nick Steinecker, second half, he really uh, did a great job of shutting stuff down. But Scout Jones tonight, he's my player of the game. Uh, player of the game brought to you by Three Point Podcast. Three guys, three generations, three hot takes. Now, drive of the game, this one's a little bit tougher. I mean, normally you think, well, let's go with the uh, the final score, that, that, that uh, the deciding score, but I don't think so, man. I think that uh, that first drive in the second half that was capped off with the uh, Colin Lavery five-yard run, uh, I'm going to call that the drive of the game just because it came off of a, uh, a great defensive play, and then on top of that... Uh, Jaden uh, Jaden uh, Herrick had that awesome 29-yard run where he was basically all over the field. Should have been about a seven-yard loss, and he got it all the way down to the four-yard line to set up uh, Lavery's run. So I'm going to call that the drive of the game because that's really what, in my opinion, kind of broke the back of Lake Fenton. Well, I think that's a good call. When they got to 20 and four, 20 to 14, down 20 to 14, I mean, I think they were picking up some confidence at that yeah. point and knew yeah. they could maybe win this game. Jared, thought, final thoughts on the game here? I'm just impressed. Not only whenever you see a comeback like that at any level, it's super impressive, but especially high school because it's, you know, they're not maybe not as mature, but their emotions get the best of them. But I'm really impressed with Corona. They seem really well coached tonight. Yeah, and they never gave up. You know, they, they could have easily packed it in with Lake Fenton rolling them 20 to nothing, but they came back and an impressive win as they get ready to head into the crossover next week against uh, the team that's in the same standings as them in the other div other division, and then get ready for the playoffs. So that was a big win it's for crazy the Cavaliers. crazy to say that, but yeah. yeah. We're already into playoff territory. By the way, the drive of the game. Okay. Being brought to you by Young Chevrolet Cadillac Buick GMC on M21 in Owasso, saluting all mid-Michigan athletes. Drive on in or go online at youngautosales.com. Well, this one was a lot of fun, boys, and we'll do it again next Friday night. We're going to let Jared get a little bit of play-by-play -play action as it'll be New Lothrop at Chesanine, and we hope you can tune in for that one, our regular season finale, and then it'll be Selection Sunday. We'll find out where all the teams fall. Every team in uh, high school football will be in the playoffs, so it'll be interesting to see the first or second round games for sure, and uh, we're looking forward to it. So until then... 
Uh, I'll just send things over to Bart Matthews with the final words here at the press box. Well, thank you very much, Ted, and a big thanks going out to Jason Beldiga and everybody else here at Corona High School. Obviously our favorite press box. <laughs> they, they take good care of us up here. They've actually got pictures of uh, me and Ted and the sports posse all over the booth. Plus that, they gave us pizza, man. This is just an awesome event every Friday night here at the Nick. So big thanks to them. Big thanks to Sandy O back in the studios for keeping us on the air. She does a bang-up job each and every Friday night. And, of course, our sports boosting sponsors, Ted, Alderman's and Lennon, Alibi and Brubaker Insurance, Appleby Oil and Propane, Beck Trailer Superstore and Service Center, CLH Insurance, Fast Eddie's, Barrels, tree trimming and removal. Gilbert's Hardware and Appliance. Graham's Accounting. Three Point Podcast. Hub Tire Center. KP Auto Body. Mars Furniture and Mattress. Memorial Healthcare. Oaks Fisher Insurance. Ovid Service Agency. Sports Scene. Victory Heating and Cooling. Young Buick GMC and Young Chevrolet Cadillac. So for Sandy O back in the studios. Ted and Jared Fatal here in the booth. This is Bart Matthews saying have a great weekend. And your final score one more time, Corona 28, Lake Fenton 20. Don't touch that guy. Z92.5 at Castle. An upbeat variety of the 80s, 90s, and now is next. At Z92.5 the Castle, we've been telling you about our friendly businesses. 